I don't care if you melting out there from your freezing cold takes about Black Widow. If you up, smash that most hook and like button. Welcome to Black and Black Times Infinity. I'm your entry and host, the oldest ninja in the world, old ninja. And on my left, your boy Blue. Hey, uh, we've been trying to reach you about your car warranty. Uh, we'd like to know if you'd like to extend your warranty. <laughs> Let me hang up well, this call right now. And of course, this dude comes in right at the intro. Right at the well, intro. At the, right at the <laughs> intro. Just oh, look at so, them all fucking clean shaved and yeah. shit. Yeah, but on my far left, choking people out, spinning the the dials in the ones and twos, Cronus. Just saying, I'm glad I I'm glad I stayed masked up until July 15th. Now it's gonna get pushed back until July, fucking August 15th at least. So yeah, all you stupid motherfuckers not wearing masks. <laughs> now you're all getting infected at a high rate, mm -hmm. like you're spiking again. Silly fucks. They warned you. They warned you. I warned you. You didn't listen. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. And then, uh, last but not least, it. creeping up in here like a thief in the night. Cthulhu's prodigy. What up, what up, what up? Skate, skate. Look at this young man here. He, this young know. man. He's all shaved. <laughs> yeah. What happened? Man, yeah. What happened to he's, he's, all, he's all shaved and stuff, so they don't. They can't get a sample of his DNA. No there hair plus. <laughs> 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 they can get that eyebrow. You can shave them eyebrows. They can still get that. God damn. <laughs> damn Fucking your he's, pubic hairs. he's really on the run from Zuck out there from <laughs> his safe from his safe house. Well, how's there you go. How's San Diego, man? <laughs> so far, so good. Uh, I, I, I mean, you know, weather's perfect and all that shit. I haven't really explored much of it, obviously, but um, it, it's all right. It's all right. The job keep me busy, though. <laughs> That's, I mean, I mean, I, I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I got to make that money, man. Yeah, it was some long days, so it's all good. Good to be uh, here. Yeah. So we yeah. got to start. We got some statistics for folks. That we do. First, we're gonna start with uh, listener of the week. Um, I guess Kimberly got dethroned, even though she's still she's number two. But uh, <laughs> the listener of the week would be user three two seven five six one four two one. So there you go. You got replaced by a bot. Sorry. Um, and Kickman hey, is man, first. That bot. Go ahead. I was going to say that bot can throw it in a circle. A perfect circle. <laughs> yeah, perfect circle. Yeah. <laughs> and Cake Man is first in the chat. What's going on, fam? It's good to see you again. Oh, we got we got to meet up at some point in time. We haven't, I haven't seen you or your family in over a year. Um, I want to see your twins, you know, your wife. Like We, we always hang out all the time. And it's, uh, we miss you guys. Damn. I haven't seen Cake Man in, like, I've seen him once after his wedding. And that was it. Damn. Damn. Yeah, because we were we were all at some event and he showed up and uh, his wife wasn't there, but it was just him and he was there for like a hot minute. Said what's up. I forgot what the event was, but he was there for a minute and then he and then yeah. I haven't seen him since. That was like literally years ago. <laughs> yeah, the last time I saw him, uh, we were doing a photo shoot for his kids. I think it was like their two year birthday type mm. photo shoot. But they, oh man, it was it wasn't it wasn't the right time for photos for those kids. But I got some cool like candid shots of them like running around and crying and screaming and but one was like <laughs> he found the stick and started playing with that but you know they, it was still it was still pretty cool to capture those moments so they have uh i, I definitely gotta hit them up see if they want to schedule another shoot i need to get back behind the the camera again i'm getting rusty ne never forget cake man was the originator for those who don't know of the wonderful phrase weekend pussy yeah. so oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wonderful yes he was <laughs> Uh, we got some RIPs here. Put that shit on folks. shirt. 
Uh, I'm oh, pretty who, sure Cakeman already it out and for who? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Cakeman has a shirt that says something about weekend pussy. But um, <laughs> we're gonna pour out some King Cobra this week uh, for our dearly departed. We're gonna start off with Paul Ordendorf. 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 Uh, a WWE Hall of Fame wrestler known as Mr. Wonderful. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah, he fought Hulk Hogan in the first ever WrestleMania. Uh, oh, he shit. teamed up with Roddy Piper to fight Hulk Hogan and Mr. T. Um, oh, he yeah. lost in that fight, and in the following year, in the second WrestleMania, he, Mr. Wonderful fought Hulk Hogan again. He lost again. Um, in the 70s, he was drafted in the 12th round to the New Orleans Saints, but he moved on to professional wrestling shortly after. Um, Mr. Wonderful has never to the WWE Hall of Fame in 2005. Uh, he was a part of several cases against the WWE from a group of wrestlers as to claims of neuro neurological trauma from their bouts. Uh, the cases were dismissed because the claims were filed after a statute of limitations expired or because they were frivolous, according to court documents. Three days before his death, uh, Ordendorf's son posted on his Instagram I hope the world will start to take notice of the brain damage and the consequences of this lifestyle. Mm. Ordendorf for 71, cause of death has not been disclosed. I mean, listen, if people really actually cared about, you know, CTE and wrestlers, then the world should have stopped with um, uh, Chris Benoit. Like, mm -hmm. seriously, the guy was seemed very normal. Up until he murdered his entire family, then committed suicide, and yep. nobody seemed to care, you know. And if mm -hmm. if you don't think that you know his repeated traumas in the ring had no bearing on his mental issues, then you're fucking crazy. <laughs> I mean, especially knowing we, what we know now about you know football players and fighters, and I mean, y you can see all kinds of people that that are in combat sports or you know high impact sports. That get brain damage from these things, and people just pretend like they, you know, these things don't exist. And uh, people think that, oh, well, they got paid a lot of money, so it's okay. No, it's not okay. It doesn't. No matter how much money you get paid, it doesn't excuse the fact that you know the rest of your life is now degraded, and you don't have any recourse yeah. for that. You know, and a lot of these people that, especially wrestlers, they don't actually get paid that much money unless you're like a high-profile. What the fuck is going on here? I keep hearing like uh, shit moving around. That's prodigy. Is it? I think it's prodigy. prodigy. Uh, yeah. I don't know what you're doing. I think you, you're, hold on, you're hold doing on. something. Hold on, hold on. It's like your, it's the mic that you have on your shirt that's like rubbing against your shirt. Yeah, it's like picking up everything. Well, now you're muted, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's taking but yeah, it so okay. with, go ahead. With, with like the, with the wrestlers, like it's, you see a lot of these cases where like once these people get the like they, their their brains are getting all, all twisted and fucked up, like. They usually take it out on other people too. Like they're either like super abusive to their spouses or kids, or they even end up like with them murdering somebody. Like it's it gets pretty fucking violent with the, with people with these cases. So it's it's definitely something they need to start taking serious because it's not just one person losing their life. It's a whole fucking family. Even though the person was paid hella money, which a lot of times it isn't that much, but like if they're still out there fucking killing another person, which is sad. Yeah, I mean, we, we don't take mental health or, you know, any sort of brain injury seriously in America because we all believe we're the best. 
and we're just we're letting down a whole you know a whole subset of our population that has to deal with these issues because oh it doesn't affect us but but it does i mean it's, yeah. it's our society so people need to recognize that we are society we're not we're, we're yes we're individuals but as individuals we contribute to a thing called society and when one of us has an issue we should all take notice and see what the fuck the issue is and if we can solve it so i think this is something that's yeah. that's solvable because it's recognizable yeah all right. Oh, people are, people are selfish. <laughs> All right. Next up on the IP list, we have Charlie Robinson. Uh, he's best known for playing Mac, the court clerk in the 80s and early 90s sitcom Night Oh, Court. shit. That's great. Really? I didn't know great about that. Uh, yeah, he's had a five-decade-long career in Hollywood and appeared in TV shows such as Buffalo Bill, That's the big Heart guy, right? Dixie. No. Hmm? That was the, the tall no, guy? No, that's Richard Not Mall. A, no, oh, okay. there's a black guy. No. Oh, I got you. Charlie Robinson is the black dude. The, Mike, or Mac. The, the only, uh, only black guy. Yeah, he wasn't. <laughs> well, no, because um, in the first half of Night Court, they had uh, the two bailiffs, and one of them was an old white lady, and later on, Marshall Warfield joined the cast. So there was a black male and a black female. That's true. So, uh, uh, Robinson was also on the Bernie Mac show for a little bit. Uh, he was on S and Home Improvement and uh, various other shows. Uh, he has been in movies such as The River, Set It Off, Antoine Fisher, Sugar Hill, and Secret Santa. Uh, he used to sing when he was a teenager. He used to sing for an R&B groups such as Archie Bells and the Drells and Southern Clouds of Joy. Uh, he was also a theater actor performing in Southern California in the stage production of Fences and Death of a Salesman. Uh, those are the ones he's got some accolades for. Uh, his last project was four episodes of the show Love in the Time of Corona, which was last year. Uh, he died at the age of 75 from a heart attack brought on from septic shock from uh, a type of cancer he was he had. Yeah, okay. man. R.I.P. And that's the R.I.P.s for this week. Poor guy. Yeah, yeah sucks. But uh, he's in a lot of stuff. I mean, his parts may not have been huge, but he's still in like a ton of. Yeah, he's a ton of stuff. He had a pretty long laundry list of, of stuff he's been in. Mm-hmm. There was some scene, I don't know if it was fucking in Seinfeld or. I can't remember what the fuck it was. But it's like, it became a gif where he was like, is that a fucking penis? Um, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, it's him in it. And he's like looking up all fucking bewildered and shit. Yeah, you'll have to find the gift. Anyway. Oh, man, I'm trying to search for it, see if I can find it. Oh, uh, damn. All right. All right so oh, we'll... yeah, I found it. <laughs> uh, where are we going to go first? Yeah. <laughs> where are we going first? Well, I, I, oh, sorry. It. Go ahead, bro. Oh, hold on. No, I was going to try to share the image. Uh, you want me to share so the image? Is... Oh, did you find it? I mean, I can. I mean, I, I'm an internet guy. What's the guy's name again? <laughs> well, no, I... I uh, I have it right here. I'll just share right. my screen. Yeah. Or I'll do my little. You know, I do so, it. Oh. This is it right he here. Just didn't post... He like, has a movie coming out. Is that a penis? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he has a movie called right. Underwater Upside Down. That's. Uh, it doesn't have a release date. It's about buying a house. He has a movie called. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's not a movie. It's a short. Never mind. But yeah, there you go. Is that a penis? <laughs> All right, so, hey, uh, real quick disclaimer. Um, for this podcast, so apparently Google Meetup has changed their policy to have it so it's only an hour. We hit that last week with Prodigy. 
Like, he cut him off, and we didn't know what the fuck, what the fuck happened, and then he just stayed off the show, which is fine. Um, but I, I, I have Google One, but apparently that might not cover the unlimited thing, so I'm, right now I'm doing a trial for Google Meetups Unlimited, but I don't know if it went through all the way, so if we, if this shuts off, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll dial them back in, but just letting you know, like an hour in, it, you might lose everybody else but me, so... Good right. shit. So we'll get you back. Okay. All good. Well, it, it, wait. You guys are... Everybody's remote, huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You just yeah. now noticed yeah. that? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, it's been a long last weird day. Well, originally... So after the podcast last week, I looked it up and like Google had... Basically for COVID, they basically took their service and extended it. Kind of like what um, what Zoom did. Is it Zoom? Yeah, Zoom did that too. And um, like, yeah, the end of June, June 30th was they cut that shit off. They're like... You motherfuckers could get in charge now, but if you're doing one on ones, it's you get unlimited time. But if you're doing like a group uh meeting, then it's only an hour. So uh, outside of that, you have to pay it was eight dollars or something like that well, the for word, for their premium service. The weird thing is, last week it was what, technically one on one, and it cut him off. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because it was you, Prodigy, and the the B and BTI account. Oh, stupid! Because isn't that the one that was hosting it? Okay, well, yeah. I mean, now I'm doing it on my my normal account. Like my actual, my mm. personal account, um, but then you did like uh, if I have Google One, I shouldn't have to pay extra for you know meetups. Yeah. It's it's fucking because I'm already paying you for like the rest of your services, so it's kind of stupid. Well, one cool thing when you do sign up for the un- the unlimited the eight dollar thing, I think it's like you get, I think like two hundred gigs of back of storage. Well, I already have a bunch Which of storage. That's the, that's the thing is that I already have like the storage. I already pay yeah. for extra. Sto- I pay for like a hundred gigs of storage. So. Yeah, thanks Google. <laughs> thanks Google. <laughs> fucking blood money. AK <laughs> Skynet. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. FBI, <laughs> right, get on the floor. <laughs> Gentlemen, wh- where do you want to go first? Uh, we, there's a whole bunch of topics that are really good. That are... <laughs> there's only one we need to go. <laughs> What's up? Sorry. Oh well, well there's one. But I was trying to trying to I'm trying to wait to see if uh you know someone else will join the podcast a little bit later. So we'll, we'll okay. put that one first. That's right. We can come, we yeah. can circle back to it. Where do you want? Where do you want to start? Um, oh man, I know I where want I want to start. About. Where do you want to start? I guess I want to. I want to start oh. with this Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. Did y'all yes. see this shit? Yes, I did. Holy oh, no. shit! I gotta look this shit up. Y'all, did, you didn't see this? There's like this like trailer that dropped where Nickelodeon's doing their own game, basically like PlayStation All Stars and Super Smash Brothers. And it's all of their like licensed, oh, their licensed characters like fighting each other out. Like you got like um, SpongeBob and like um, I guess Ninja Turtles because I guess yeah. they own the rights. And Patrick. And Patrick and yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. Back, back up a minute. Who's the studio that made this game? Is it Nickelodeon? Uh, probably because they do have a video game studio, and their most of their studios make web based, uh, web based or mobile games. So. Yeah, I'm trying to see who's the creator of it, and it doesn't. It just says Nintendo. I mean, not Nintendo. It says Nickelodeon. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if it's Yoda? their own studio because they do have. Because they don't. I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure they've done a bunch of console stuff, but we're not. It's not our target. We're not their target audience, so we're not paying attention to that you're not bitch so, i am i'm just saying i got kids I'm, and shit i'm watching the gameplay the trailers and stuff like that it's, this game looks fun as fuck <laughs> yeah i'm just hoping that the the 
gameplay is actually like on par with some of these other brawl um Bro, yeah no, i'm definitely gonna get this so let me let me just the, the announced so the the studio is ludosity yeah i was and, gonna say it says it on here and let me just tell you the the characters so far that have been uh, announced michelangelo leonardo you know where they're from uh nigel thornberry from the wild thornberries uh powdered <laughs> pow, powdered toast man from red and stimpy spongebob squarepants you know <laughs> where he's from sandy cheeks from spongebob squarepants patrick star from spongebob uh oh Oblina from All Real Monsters, Lucy Loud from Loud House, oh, Lincoln yeah. Loud from Loud House, Helga from Hey Arnold, Reptar from Rugrats, Zim from Inzator Zim. Thank you. Please nice. announce Gur. I'm just waiting for that. Uh, Danny Phantom from you know from Danny Phantom, Cat Dog, Cat Dog obviously, Korra from The Legend of Korra, and Aang oh, from Avatar: The Last Bender. Goddamn, that is a great uh, first lineup. I'm sure they're gonna have more. But damn, that that's a that's a good lineup. I like, I I gotta quote the the the, the, the gif out there. Shut up and take my motherfucking money. Like goddamn, yeah. just that alone. And like I'm seeing that it's actually gonna be available on the PS5, the Switch, All the platforms. Xbox S series, and Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Not, I guess my only question, and I'm not so raining on this shit because that that sounds pretty cool. Is have have they made any fighting games prior? I'll have to look it up. Mm-hmm. I, that that I don't know. Okay. Yeah, that I don't well, it's, know, but it's funny when I first saw when I saw this on our list and it said also a brawl Nickelodeon. The first thing I thought was like, like the cast of all that from Nickelodeon, like old school, like <laughs> like I got a snake. There was no one snake, but I thought like some of the old cast members had gotten to a brawl and like, a fucking like Winter Churchill in the South or something like that. I thought there was an actual fight that broke out. I actually didn't know it was a, a game that they released. So it looks like uh, Slap Slap City was one of their games, which I do I'm not familiar with. Oh. So Slap City's the super. If that's what I think, is that the dodgeball game that's super popular right now? No, that is um, that's a different game. That's called something. I can't remember. It's not Slap City. It's not Slap City. Cause I've, I've heard of Slap City and I, I know people are playing it a bit. So, but yeah, uh, I mean, if this has the gameplay, you're looking at Actually, um, Slap City is kind at, of a. I'd say it's kind of a a broad knockoff itself. Like looking at, I'm looking at some of the the footage and screenshots, and it, it looks like it's a four player game where you're trying to knock each other off a, a platform. Oh, okay. I think I've seen that one. Yeah. Um. I mean, if they expand on this and they do the brawl, I mean, they they have the other brawl, like you know, the Smash Brothers and um, PlayStation All Stars to kind of go off of, and they're using the Unity engine. If it if this is done right, this could be a huge hit. This could oh, yeah. be like fighting tournament, yeah, they, like hit. Yeah, but they, they don't have like a really. To Prodigy's point, they've made games, yes, but not a, a lot of them are like, except for like Magicka, I guess. But even then, that's not really a well-known game. Um, and Slap City, which I'm not too familiar with, they have a few others as well. But uh, to be honest, most of them I've never even fucking heard of. So. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but it, I, mean, I mean, you they, never know. Just because we don't know them doesn't mean they, they don't make doesn't mean they can't make a good game. From the uh, the trailer that I watched, it looked like you know, it looked like a you know, PlayStation All Stars or you know, Super, or Super Smash Brothers. So it looked up to that at least level. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, if you give me just Ninja Turtles, SpongeBob, and uh, Avatar characters, like that sounds fun right then and there. You know what Dude, I mean? The fact, so 
but the, the, but the only other thing I was going to say is, um, I wonder if it's going to be like uh, one of those forty dollar games or whether it's going to be a uh, sixty seventy dollar game as well. Because that the price point uh, may, may, oh, so may bear all of a sudden, way in all of a sudden, prodigies pinching pennies. <laughs> I'm just saying for the average person. No, I'm just like, saying you just got a new job it. that pays you a fucking five million dollars and just you know. <laughs> <pinch your pennies. laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, if I mean, if this is releasing on like the current gen stuff, I won't be surprised if this is a fifty nine ninety nine, you know, game. Especially if they, you know, knock it out of the park. I mean, you never know. Yeah. Just like nobody knew about respawn when they came out and they they hit a home run with Titanfall. So yeah, but I mean, yeah, let's I'm, I'm gonna be fucking honest right now. All right, this generation of games have been real, real fucking hit, hit and miss. This PS5, you know, Xbox Series X generation has been so hit or miss, and it's it's uh, mostly misses so far yeah. for me. But like, I mean, I mean, what? To their defense, I guess, in each year of every new console, there's usually like that only one or two games that are pretty much stellar, where everything else is just kind of because they're still kind of figuring out, you know, they're still trying to develop for this new technology. We're probably not going to see anything super spectacular until 2022, late 2022, early 2023. No, 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 because there's been plenty of fucking generations where you've gotten hit after hit, hit after hit after hit. Right from the get go, and this one we had, yeah, right from the gate, like all the way back to like the PS2 era. And this game is scheduled to drop this fall. Yeah, it says Q3, but I won't be surprised if it gets pushed. But I'm just, I'm I'm looking over my shoulder of like games that I've publicly said on this podcast I was looking forward to, and things that fucking sucked. Like I, I, I was looking forward to Cyberpunk. That game sucked because of fucking obvious glitches and shit. Outriders, fucking trash. Um. Spider-Man Miles Morales was good, but it was like also not a full-fledged game. Um, it's basically, sure? you know, they just took the engine from the original Spider-Man game on the PS4 and put Miles Morales in. Don't get me wrong, it was way better, but that was the only that was that was definitely a hit. Um, Returnal yeah, was but okay, Cyberpunk but Cyberpunk was not Cyberpunk was not a like a launch type game. It came out before, um, but well. Around the time the other consoles kind of around the time, but it it was still one of the games that was still touted of having you know like high frame rates, super graphically intensive, blah blah blah, next gen, blah 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 blah. Anyway, Returnal was okay, but it had some serious issues because of like if your shit went into um, rest mode, then you lost all your shit, and there was really no saves. That that's a huge problem for me. After after I've played a you know another rogues like game like um, Hades. Where in, in Hades, if I'm playing a game, and because I'm playing on the Switch, and say my, my daughter wants to play on the Switch, she closes my game out. I'm like, oh, okay, that sucks. But when I pull it back up, it puts me back to where I was. Returnal is not like that. Returnal, if you stop the game, then for any reason, power outage, whatever, it puts you back at the very beginning. It's fucking bullshit. So, so on the, if you go to the, 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 at i keep wanting to say nintendo if you go to nickelodeon all all star brawl.com uh, on the bottom you can pre-order the game and it, it, when you click on the link to go to target or whatever uh it has a, it have it marked on here a release date of october 5th 2021 and the price tag is uh 50 dollars okay well that's normal i mean that's, I mean, I that's pretty I guess decent last gen prices and, but... well that's for and that's across the gens they're all 49.99 
Alright, that's okay. good. So both the Xbox, the PS4, Switch, and the the PS5. Right, so I'm, I I'm, think that's a, I think that's a good decent price for. Well, it depends on how much content it has. So yeah, it could be. So yeah, you know, Biomutant I talked about. I was looking for looking forward to it for a while. It's not great. It's not really a great game. Oh um, wait, you have it? Yeah, yeah, it's in, it's in my hand. Oh right shit, now. this is Biomutant. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I just clicked off. I did not know you had it. It's not great. Damn, that sucked. Yeah. Um, but it look great. <laughs> this game is great. Ratchet and Clank, hundred percent worth it. This game is fucking oh, awesome. You got that game. Yeah. So if y'all are looking, for, if y'all want a reason to, you know, play your PS5 and like really see like how cool it is, um, Ratchet and Clank is. It's not super graphically intensive as far as I'm concerned. It does look excellent, but it doesn't look photorealistic because it, it, to me, Ratchet and Clank games it's a throwback to like the '90s era um, cartoons. Even with like, the humor, the pacing of everything, yeah. it looks—it's like a cartoon that you're watching, and it's—it's it's really good. But it's just not—you know—it's not photorealistic, but it's really good. So if y'all get a chance, definitely check out uh, Ratchet and Clank: uh, Ripped Apart. It's a—it's uh, a really good game. I'm, I'm enjoying it thoroughly. It's in it, another Insomniac game. I'm pretty sure it's Insomniac, right? What's up in here? Yeah, it's yeah, Insomniac. Insomniac. Yeah. But but go back to that. Uh... You know, that launch window for even the PS4, which seems like it was forever ago. I know they had Killzone Shadowfall, yeah. which was disappointing. Let's be real, real. Even though I'm a Sony fan, it was very disappointing. Yeah. Um, I like the game, some people, Some people were disappointed in even Infamous Second Son compared to Infamous 1 and 2. Mm. Oh, not me. Uh, yeah. Shit. No, I love that fucking game. No. Well, yeah, Second Son was dope. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, go, ba- go back and look at... Uh, Look at some, you know. Look at some of yeah. those reviews. You know, it, it had, it was good, but it didn't have, you know. Some people didn't like it. Let's just say that. Yeah. Um, there, you know, there were a lot of, and wasn't that one of the years that even like, uh, was that Call of Duty Ghost or one of the ones that you know people didn't like as much as well? Uh, I don't it's know. It's hard for me to remember. And, what year? But Call of Duty Ghost was kind of trash. Well, and this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, when you talk about launch titles for you know the PS4. Um, there was a lot of games, but also there was overlap with the last generation. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, we're past launch at this point. We're well, sure. well, well past launch. And so, and yeah. but I'll give it a concession. Okay, COVID happened, so I get that. So we're we're still getting games pushed back. Um, you know, Ghostwire Tokyo yes. got pushed back for just because of COVID, um, which is fine. Just make a good game. Don't don't pull uh, an Outriders and give me some fucking <laughs> shitty. I mean, I'm not going to call Outrider shitty, but that's I ain't playing okay. it anymore. Because it's, it's just not fun. <laughs> so that's, that's the problem. It's not fun. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking on the Xbox side, too. Because there's a, there a couple of excuses on here. Like uh, the that Roman game, Rise, Son of Rome. That wasn't received too well. Um Fighter Within. I don't even know what this one. This is a Ubisoft game. That didn't go nowhere. Um, there was well, Dead Rising Three, which was like kind of popular, but it didn't sell like crazy numbers. Um, there was Battlefield Four and Call of Duty Ghost, which got shit on. Um, there was Forza Motorsports Five, but that was like one of the the standout games. And then there was Killer Instincts, which was surrounded in controversy. Because yeah, it was all like you had to games. buy fucking characters. Like that's yeah, you had to buy character. It literally came with two characters, and you had to like here. buy additional characters. I was like, what? And you had to buy the game. Well, like, how, who the fuck buys the game for two characters? A fighting game. Yeah, especially fighting. But now, yeah. don't forget though. And like, because now we're in mid mid July. Uh, in August, we get 
a brand new IP of Kena Bridge of Spirits, which looks kind of whimsical. I don't know if it's RPG or partial RPG. It's certainly third person and looks interesting. You know, right. that could be a could be a big one. I don't know. It looks really good um, to me, but like I said, I mean, Biomutant looked good to me, and so did Outriders. So I'm, I'm hesitant to like say like what I'm really so excited for. Die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, No Man's Sky. Yeah, oh yeah. shit. Well, at least No Man's Sky. I mean, you know, they're fixing uh, it. Well, they have fixed it basically. Yeah, playing No Man's Sky <laughs> now is like it's completely different. It's like completely different game. I got thrown in there because like I probably I would say No Man's Sky was the the least amount of time I've played I pet in on a game. Like I realized Damn. I was like I'm just doing the same fucking thing every planet planet I go to. Like I'm not, I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just mining. <laughs> It's not the game that I I saw at E3 that one time. I, I know we we keep bringing this game up and shitting on it all over the place, and they they've updated it and this and that. But like, man, that's just that game left really sour taste in my mouth. Yeah. Nut taste. Uh, well, I don't uh, know. What that uh, tastes uh, like how you. That's the correct answer. <laughs> Blue. Blue had the right so, answer. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So there's actually a game I'm kind of looking forward to. I I'm probably gonna wait. Because I'm a fan of the franchise, but it's the Aliens Fireteam Elite game. The three-player mm. co-op, like, kind of hordish kind of game. I, I know there's a story because I watched, I watched like, the half an hour, like, uh, the free play stuff. But it, it looks interesting. Um, I'm going Dude. to wait. It comes out the same day as Kena. But do they do, like, uh, do they do, like, one of those, like, how it was, like, Jason or... What is it, Friday Thirteenth, where like one player is the alien and everybody else no, is like no, 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 no. trying to kill him? Okay. No, you're on a team of three and you you're on a mission to like oh, that's right. yeah. save a bunch of people from like an alien infestation. And they have different classes. They have like a the tank, um, the like assault guy, and there's like two other classes. But you can only be three people in a fire team. And there should be four because there's four classes from what I saw. Well, so uh, we'll we'll see, but I, I'm interested to see. I'm gonna wait the first like week. I'm gonna wait for reviews, see what happens. So. Well, also don't forget. I mean, we're we're completely missing out. Resident Evil Village got excellent reviews, and it was a great game. And it came out yes, not right at launch, but certainly this spring and early May. Came out and, in May, but yeah, it, I mean, but it also came out missing content. Yeah. So. Fuck it. No, hold on, hold on. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm talking about uh, the RE-verse, which they said in April of 2020 would be available on launch. Then they pushed it back literally two weeks before launch and said you're not going to get it until the fall of 2021. See, so, I, I, you could be right. I always thought that that was like a separate DLC and, they, and no, that they didn't no, push back. It, but, but I played, I played, the, I played the, the beta. So okay. I played the beta when it was released and it was like super kind of weird because there was like a timed window. You could only play it from like 11 to like 1 a.m. on the West Coast and like you couldn't play all day the next day. Like the very last day it was available. You can only play it from 5 to 10 at yeah. night and it was just super weird. And they said when they did their showcase in April of 2020 that it will be available day one at launch. Just like when Resident Evil 3 came out, you got... um resident evil resistance that's true but that that did not happen so the game released with missing content so i'm just per, saying per, uh, hold on i'll give you I'll, I'll, I'll concede that per what they said absolutely however the campaign itself along with mercenaries it's a really good game so you know you can't shit on what actually did release 
Maybe they'll add to it, sure, but it was spectacular. My favorite thing about Resident Evil's um, village is the <laughs> the PC hacks that you can do for for uh, big gothic <laughs> vampire queen. All out. Yeah, you can have, have her titties all out Yeah, she yeah, have great. Her, like double size. She goes from <laughs> double D to like triple F. It's all bouncing. Or she walks around naked. <laughs> How about that one? That too. I mean, they did that for Resident Evil two and three. So yeah, they, they had did. some really crazy like stuff. So, um, so here's a game that I I thought that they didn't really make anymore is the No More Heroes game that's coming out to the Switch in August. Yeah, I mean, they kept making them. I mean, y'all don't. Yeah, Nintendo, I thought they so. stopped. Yeah, I don't, no. I don't play it, but that's super interesting. I know that's uh, you know it's got like a, a niche or it's it it's got its popularity. So they're doing ones for the Switch. And then Psychonauts 2, which should be coming out, uh, comes out August 25th, so that should be interesting to see. So I know a lot of people have been waiting over a decade for this. And we talked about it a little bit last week was the Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut. Um, you can pre-order now the content for 1999, but they're Wait. doing a cutoff date. Was it the Ghost of Tsushima or was it uh, Death Stranded doing a director cut? Or both? Both. Both. Okay. So Ghost of Tsushima, I'll, I'll get both. Uh, it's being it's being reported that it's adding 15 to 20 hours of game plus new, uh, plus new like new abilities, I guess, new fighting styles, I think, and then a whole new island that you get to explore. Yeah. So um, I got to sign up before they do the cutoff, but you can pre-order now. It's pretty cool. That's so great. oh, I guess Godfall is coming to the PS4. Nobody Wait, cares about God. Godfall. Nobody cares about Godfall. Hmm? Yeah, that was another. Oh, that's yeah. a, another uh, <laughs> failed uh, PS5 launch, actually. Yeah, definitively. Oh, right. so yeah, because Godfall's coming to the PS4. So. Yeah, nobody cares. Nobody's gonna buy it. So, anyway, oh. let's move on to why everybody's on the podcast right now. Why everybody's watching because they're they're curious um, for this topic. I was hoping that you know Stitcher come on, but I guess he missed his uh, his chance on this one. He'll have to just, I guess, totally miss it. Uh, so Prodigy, if I had a crow, I'd, I would feed it to you right now in little bitty bites, <laughs> like like a baby, like a little baby. I'll, I'll do the airplane airplane noise if you wanted to. Um, <laughs> about, <laughs> about Black Widow. <laughs> so people wanted to watch Black Widow, and people came out to watch Black Widow. So you were completely wrong about that. It made uh, over two hundred fifty million dollars opening weekend. Which is pretty significant, especially during COVID times. I'll, I'll break it down for you. Um, $80 million domestic box office, $78 million international box office, and over $60 million on Disney Plus premiere access globally. God damn. That's a lot of money for Disney Plus to be money. pulling down. And, I, you know, I I told you when this shit first... I, I said it even before COVID happened. If I can watch a movie at home, I'll be willing to pay up to, like, around $30. Around $30. To watch a movie at home with my kids and thirty dollars is what they sell these movies for now and people are buying them and it shows people care about the character they wanted to see more mcu movies and they ate that shit up so yeah what do you got to say about that prodigy i saw the movie did you guys all see it yeah yeah i, I saw it, it. So you, wait, hold on. Did, 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 hold did on, you pay hold for on, it? Hold, hold on, wait, wait. Did you pay on. for it? Hold, hold, hold on. You're saying this is a great movie? 
Is that I'm, what I'm hearing? I'm saying that it's sold it a bunch of money. It was a fun movie. That it's well, sold. Yeah. Well, answer the question. Are you saying it's a great movie? Because I saw it. It's it's okay. Is it a great movie? Yes or no? <laughs> it, it doesn't have to you be. Can't say, it, okay. Are you going to say yes or are you going to say no? Which one is it? No, I'm not. I'm not fitting in your fucking stupid box. Because Titanic sold fucking millions of dollars, billions of dollars, and that movie was stupid as fuck. Did it sell? Yes, it sold. People wanted to watch it. The consumers, they spoke. You're just, you're changing the argument. I thought it was a great movie. I, I love Fast yeah. and Furious movies. Are they great? No. Do I love them? <laughs> yes. I love them. But they're not great movies. Black Widow was a, a fun family film compared to the, it was, was it the greatest of all of them out of the, like 50 Marvel movies that's been released. I don't know 50. I'm talking about like the well, the 20 some odd. Marvel how about, how about this? Ones. Yeah. How about this, Prodigy? So we'll, we'll, we will. That way we, we can both get what we want. Okay? Just admit that you were wrong, that nobody wanted to watch it, and then we'll talk about why we didn't like the movie. But what we didn't like about the movie. Are we going to give. Well, hold on. Are we going to give reviews about it? Are we giving spoilers? I'm not gonna get spoilers, but I'll I'll, um, I'll tell you what what the problems that I had with the movie, which were kind of there was two or three things. There were things that had problems with the movie, but yeah. it but it doesn't uh, diminish from the fact that it did very well in selling itself. So people wanted to watch it. You said nobody wanted to watch it. Nobody wanted a, a Black Widow movie. <laughs> But they did, and honestly, I honestly I, I didn't want a Black Widow movie, but we got one. I was like, okay, I didn't know I needed this, but I needed it. <laughs> I always need more ScarJo. I'm just, and he's not gonna say but, it, so it's all, it's all good. You're not gonna say it, but people, I, people on, want to watch what, it. What did I what did I just say? I said okay. No, that's not. You're saying okay. People want to I watch said, it. Okay. okay. <laughs> that's not even an answer. That's not even an answer. <laughs> I, I I said okay. You said <laughs> statement. I said. Okay. You said st- no. That's, I, that's not be, an answer. That should be the name of this episode. Hey, I said okay. People, people wanted to watch the movie. People wanted to watch the okay, movie. Then. You were wrong. Just doesn't mean you're wrong. It's all good. I've been wrong, okay. wrong on all kinds of shit. I said okay. That's not that's not an admission <laughs> or anything. You're being silly about this, man. Okay. We're gonna go into like what you want to say in a minute, but you're just not gonna admit that you were wrong. Sure. Wait. Sure. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I can't believe you're doing this, man. I, I, I like, love seriously. it. I love it. All right, whatever. Uh, it's it's okay. fine. Uh, I might title this part of Jewish. No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not. I'm not that fucking petty. But um, um, I am. I'm just saying. Uh, but I, I'll. You know who really loved this movie? Dominic Toretto. You know why? Because <laughs> it's about family. family. <laughs> <laughs> about family dog honestly every time they said family in this in this series i was was expecting domino to kick in the door like oh my god i'm gonna watch my shit if that had happened oh my god all right all right salty prodigy we're gonna kick down the red room i feel like if we if we don't let you say what you want to say you're gonna fucking explode so go ahead and shit all over the movie i'm not shitting all i all i did was ask you guys do you think it was great? And Blue said it was great, so I want to hear why it was great. That's all. So, I didn't. So, Did so Sphinx and I watched it. 
the re- no, I, yeah, I, did, I thought oh. it was great. I mean, it wasn't the it wasn't the greatest of the Marvel franchises, but it was still fun. Like you know, some of the jokes were kind of kind of corny, but like you know, it was still action packed and like there's a bunch of cool stuff. And I mean, in, in the chat room, uh, they had mentioned how like you know it, it was kind of hard to watch because you know that she was gonna die just because you know what really fucking happens to her, whatever, with the whole snap. But then like you know. I like this isn't really a prequel. It's more like a missing video, basically, because it, it ties into like the middle of uh, of the MCU. I, it happens before. It happens after Civil War, but it it happens before the snap. So like they're still like Joe's or Joe uh, Black Widow. She's on the run and stuff like that. She's hiding out, whatever. And we get to learn about other things, but we didn't really go into much of a backstory for Black Widow because a lot of the stuff we already knew. We already knew about the Red Room and how she was trained and blah blah blah. Like they didn't do like they didn't tell like basically like the like Batman. We didn't hear fucking how how Black Widow became Black Widow for the fifth fucking time. Like they just got straight to the story. She had a family. Shit happened. Family. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just needed a, a seventy-five charger at least in one scene. That's what it's missing. <laughs> Supercharged. Did, wait, did we have one? Oh no, we had like a fucking like a VW like station wagon or some shit. Yeah, scene, we had like but, um... SUV and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we had we had the SUV, but uh, I guess we did have we we had a bit of a car chase scene, so that's kind of a little bit of yeah. Fast and Furious thrown up in but, there. But they didn't have magnets, and they and oh, and they almost went to space. Put it that way. Oh yes, almost. Yes, they almost did go to space. They so, were in the stratosphere, but not all the way in the space. But just um, like Richard Brand. No, wrong. Like it was. Good. What's that? No, I was gonna say like Richard Branson or whatever his name is. He almost went into space. Yeah. He didn't go into space. We'll talk about it later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's. I mean, it was just it was just an overall fun movie. Like it just it. I mean, it wasn't the greatest of the MC movies, but it wasn't like the worst of the MC movies. So that's okay. that's that's just my hot take on it. But I, mean, I had there's some issues, but I'll go into that later. All right. Oh, all that you Oh. Did you like it? Not yeah. Yeah, I I did like this movie. Um, it's like Blue said, it's not the greatest, and like kind of like I'm gonna kind of steal what Matt from Prewreck Live was saying that even though he he says this is a prequel, I mean this is kind of a to me this is like an in between movie because it fits pretty firmly in between Civil War and and Infinity War. I mean, but it's not before Iron Man. Uh, it's not before Iron Man one or two, at least in the MCU timeline. It's not before Captain Marvel. But I mean, everyone knows the stakes are like she's like. We already know what happens to her when you're going into this movie. However, we get to see more of her past. Like Crotosaur uh, uh, talked about, um, we learn more about Budapest between her and Hawkeye and we understand more of that um that dynamic between the two uh for me there was a lot of stuff that the movie touched on but didn't go too deep that I think kind of resonated for me when we get to you know um children being um you know basically abducted or forgotten about lost in the system actually because it's kind of close to me because I know someone who was in the foster care system and how that system was kind of fucked up for that person and how organizations like this capitalized it on it and took these kids and basically indoctrinated them abused them you know put them in you know 
these super grown up situations with their they weren't ready for and they made them do this um there's a lot of trauma between all the characters that we get to see family trauma um childhood trauma just violence there's yeah and then like there there's a hint of like sexual abuse but they don't go super in depth on it but it's it's at least kind of grazed upon all these things kind of like were resonated to me i mean because it's it is owned by disney and marvel's still trying to keep you pg-13 like you can see that um yelena who's um black widow's quote-unquote sister no they're not related she had a lot of trauma going on um black widow had moved on from her trauma well that's not really that big but you know those things were still being worked out throughout this film um it could have went super dark they could have went really really dark with this and they kind of they touched upon some of the dark stuff but then pulled it back and i i saw what they did i was kind of appreciative um they kind of kept it a little light and fluffy with a little bit of mud so i was appreciative of that and uh you know, I enjoyed the film. I mean, even though they did have some corny jokes, I still thought that they were funny. Maybe because I'm older and like dad jokes kind of, kind of work. But you know, it was what it was. Uh, overall, uh, I think it was a solid film. I enjoyed this more than Captain Marvel. I enjoyed this more than Wonder Woman '84. Um, it, as far as the MCU goes, it's not one of the greatest, but it's definitely you know a decent for foray within their lineup there you go oh, that's fair okay oh, oh, yeah. that's fair so i like the movie was it the greatest mo- movie ever no i mean come on like first of all it's a marvel movie so they're not gonna be the greatest movie ever um there were some huge issues that i had with the timeline like where this fit in the mcu right from the jump like, I have no idea where this fit into the movie. People are just like, oh, well, you know, it's before she died. Blah, blah. Okay, yeah, obviously, because she's not fucking yeah. dead in this movie. <laughs> I understand that. But she's making she, she makes multiple references to things that are, like, out of sync in the movie. Well, I'm like, that doesn't really make sense, because that didn't happen yet. Or maybe it did, because I don't really fucking know where you're at. So, because apparently it was, like... I don't even know. I have no idea when this actually occurred. Any of this. Right, right after Civil War is my... my that's the only, the only hint. Yeah, yeah but then the she makes references to like Budapest and shit like that that was like after the movie and then like all this other... There's like a bunch of other things too that she makes references to that were like beyond that. So I was just like, it was very odd that she made like these movie references. Also, nobody talked about it for some reason, but Taskmaster was... Yeah, I mean, my problems. <laughs> Tony Masters is a guy, and he's an actual character with a backstory. Um, he was not a fucking widow. He was not a fucking a woman. He, you know, like this was a. Like, a, a go ahead. Uh, sorry, I let you, uh, no. I was, gonna, I was just gonna say that was the only problem I had with Taskmasters. That like, with with all. I mean, I, even I was watching with the sweetest, and like just looking at the character huge fucking spoiler alert by the way uh yeah so when you're watching the character like fight something like that like the character is built like a like a man like the the built body type that you that's that's a man in a fucking armored suit but once they reveal that it was a woman she takes off her like the helmet or whatever and it's like her head is like in proportion to her body like it was just i mean i, I maybe it could be armor and padding and stuff like that it just 
it just didn't didn't feel right. Yeah, I, I don't know why they decided to make Taskmaster a woman. Like it didn't make any fucking sense to me. Um, Taskmaster is a good a good villain for non super powered uh, heroes, and even some super powered heroes. He's still a good villain because he has photoge- photogenic memory of like learning fighting skills. So if you just know how to fight, like he's a really good villain. Did they actually, and maybe I missed it, did they actually say the word of Taskmaster for his mm-hmm. name? I believe so, yes. Uh, they called, so they said the Taskmaster project very early on because they, they were like, oh, we need to initiate the Taskmaster. Yeah, but I'm project. talking about for her name. No, they didn't call, like, oh, that's Taskmaster. They're like, oh, initiate Taskmaster project. Yeah. So I'm. Uh, I could have sworn there's been more than one Taskmaster in the comics, but I. No, it's I was, so. as far as I know, it's always been uh, Tony Masters. Tony Masters, yeah. He uh, <laughs> he trains uh, henchmen usually for other supervillains. He takes on assassins contracts. He's not some programmable fucking thing, where you know he just like oh yeah you just you're gonna do this thing and you're just gonna go do it. No, like he does it for money. He's a mercenary. And to, to, like, really erase this entire character um, from the MCU, to me, was, like, super disrespectful to, like, a really good villain for a lot of non-really uh, powerful superheroes. And that's pretty fucked up. So, I don't know why they did it. I hope it's not because of, like, they, well, we just needed a woman villain. Like, there's plenty of other female you know villain characters in the mcu or in marvel that you could have picked to be against black widow or just you know just use the normal the normal taskmaster would have been a great would have been fine yeah but like just i don't know why they had to connect it into like the, the whole black widow program and all that shit and the red room like it doesn't make any fucking sense to me i don't i'll fucking get it but to me that was a huge misstep um, but as far as like the action goes, the, um, the quality of the movie goes, that, that it was pretty, it was good. Like I, the action was really good. Uh, I think, uh, David Harbour, David Harbour's character, um, was a red something, crimson something. Uh, crimson dynamo. <laughs> no, it's not crimson dynamo. It's something. Yeah. He was red, uh, shit. He's red, he's Captain, red shit. Captain Russia. Captain, yeah, yeah Captain. let's just call him Captain Russia. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was a, he was a great character. I thought Yelena yeah. was it was a great character. Um, I love, I love how they they kind of broke the not the not the fourth wall, but like they. I, I like how the the sister Elena kept making fun of Scarlet's character. Oh so yeah, like, all day. Oh, why, <laughs> why, do, why wouldn't you fall? You always make that post. <laughs> that she was so fucking funny. Yeah, and then she did it. And the, and the point, <laughs> yeah, when she did it, she was like. Ugh. It, it it kind of this almost felt like kind of like a little bit of a, a sitcom to um to WandaVision. Like I kind of got like a little taste of that watching the show. Uh, sorry, his oh, name I watched his, his name is Red Guardian. Red Guardian. Yeah, yeah. I just found it. That's there. That's Captain uh-huh. Russell. Um, so the, the times that I I got like taken out of it were <laughs> with Captain Russia's accent sometimes because I was like, holy shit. Um, you don't even stay in a Russian accent for like the same <laughs> dialogue sometimes. It, I was like, oh boy, this this is kind of kind of rough. Like, if well, you I mean, Russian accent, and and I'm fine. With he was a spy, though. Hold on, what? Yeah. He was a spy. 
Yeah, of course, but that need to be like a normal American. Yeah, but just stick with it. Stick with something close to an accent when you're talking to at least Yelena and, and Natasha. That was that was a little weird, but and especially when you, uh, I think back to um, what's his name. Uh, I really like the accent on Colossus in those Deadpool movies. Mm. I thought that actor kind of you know at least was consistent with it or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean there were t- there were times when because you know what happens to her. This this felt. Obviously, you guys are going to think I'm just hating, but it felt a little like a filler MCU movie at times. Because I was just like, well, you know, we know bits and pieces of Budapest. We know quite a bit about the Red Room. And we kind of know the timeline. Yes, you're going to meet up with the Avengers again. I'm not going to disagree with you on that. But I'm also not going to say, okay, and sure, asshole. Anyway, (laughs) um, (laughs) like, I I get what you're saying. And I I, kind of feel the same way. Like, we, we, we all know these things. Um, and like I, like I said before, I'm very confused on when this occurred. That could yeah, have been done it, way better. And I watched it with, you know, 13-year-old girl, two 11-year-old boys. Um, everybody was just kind of like, oh, you know, for the action scenes, okay, cool. Um, but at the, end of the, at the end of the movie, they were just like, all right. They weren't, like, hyped. It didn't feel like they put, like all their eggs in one basket and, and really wanted to tell uh, the best story they possibly could. But, you know, I, I agree with Blue in terms of, you know, the Taskmaster was a little underwhelming. And then to me, I thought that there was going to be way more pursuit from uh, uh, General Thunderbolt Ross as well, because you have that at the beginning. The Red Hulk. And then, yeah, I was looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I was like, maybe they'll do something cool with Thunderbolt Ross. Uh, with more more capturing, and then the one last thing I will say, and again, I didn't hate everything with the movie, but um, uh, how much fucking money does Dragonoff fucking have? He's got the goddamn budget of Shield with that fucking helicarrier. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, shit. you got to I mean, be a fuck- you no, you got to be a goddamn trillionaire. And oligarch. He I mean, that's what oligarchs have. I mean, not billionaire. Yeah, <laughs> you got. That's have. what oligarchs have. <laughs> I, I, well, I mean, most oligarchs are going to be in the in the million billion. But no, they're, they're lying about that. Like, I think most, like a lot of oligarchs, at least some of them, probably are trillionaires. No, hold on, hold on. Do we? Is there a tri- are there real life trillionaires? I don't think so, right? The, the reason not why you yet. don't think so is because none of them talk about it, and because they're all like being super secretive about it, but. If you look okay. at like uh, if you look look at Putin, like he's he's a high billionaire, probably encroaching upon the trillionaire territory because of what he's done. So I don't think it's outside of like reality, much less fake reality that an oligarch would have would be a trillionaire. Yeah, I mean, again, a whole lot of money to keep that thing up in up in space, and I was like, well, you know, well, you saw you saw his network; it was worldwide. Yeah, that so. was that was other thing that was kind of weird to me. Okay, so. They're not super soldiers. They're trained assassins, um, well-trained assassins. But the way he was breaking it down, it was like, you know, I can start World War Three, you know, and I start all of that. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, like a, a trained assassin can take out uh, a world leader. I totally get that. And maybe with allies and whatnot, you know, maybe World War Three would pop off. But I was like, mm, this is this is a lot for for these widows. That you I mean, he, to be like, but he, but he had a lot of widows. I mean, all you got to do is like 
assassinate someone and then plant evidence, and yeah, there you go. It's totally not. <laughs> it's, it's not outside the realm of possibility in reality. I mean, look at Archduke Ferdinand, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it was a failed assassination, he then up. he got assassinated, and then World War II started. So, or was it one? No, no, World, World War One. Sorry, World War One. Yeah. So that, that's how, we yeah, started so. a World War from a single assassination. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, I get it. I've been, I've been kind of thought, I've been doing, I was trying to do a little research and stuff like that, but I got stuck on the, one of the the Red Room Black Widows. Uh, her name is Shanina West, and this chick is fucking badass. She's like a professional stunt actress or whatever. But like the thing that that stopped me in my tracks was that she, I thought she was in Wakanda, so I was like, oh shit, is she she double dipping in fucking Marvel films? But uh, yeah, her Instagram is fucking dope as fuck. Like she's she's a legit fucking badass. Like I. I wish they would have more fucking fight scenes with her, but I don't. I can't even think what character she was. She because she doesn't because there was with the with, in the red room, they, they were pretty fucking diverse. Like there was a lot of girls. There were like Asian, black, Asian, Latin, whatever. Like all of them were up in that room. So I'm not sure exactly what character she was, but she looks pretty fucking bad. But um, I was trying to find out who was a stuntman for for uh, Taskmaster because that no, no that fight build was not. A woman's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. That kind of that took me out of it a little bit. I was like, oh, it did. Really? It, it really took me away from the week. I mean, then, like, I called it. I I pretty much said that. Yeah, that it kind of there was built up probably to a woman. Yeah, yeah. And I I called it when we saw the trailer. Yeah, like now, two years ago. Now let me ask you this though. Okay, so obviously you know we knew what this was. This was about uh, passing on the mantle at the end of the day because we know what happens to. Uh, uh, Natasha um, it, it seems like this is you know Yelena's franchise from now on you know and I guess they're going to go after Clint but that seems weird to me because I'm like well it seems like a conversation should squash that because he yeah. did not kill her you know yeah, yeah but she doesn't <laughs> yeah she doesn't know that the only two people that were there was them so you know uh, people were saying that uh I mean, we're spoiling the shit of this film already, but Valentina. But then, if it was just, no, wait, wait, gotta jump back. To, if it was just the two of them, like nobody else knew that she's she was she's dead. So no, everybody knew. He, what, he all her. the all of the Avengers knew that she was dead. Yeah, they know so, she's dead, but they don't know that he killed her. Well, I'm pretty sure he said something. Goddamn it! Yeah, he <laughs> but, did, no, no, I'm, but I'm just saying, is, like, I'm saying, like, there's no there's there's no proof that he was. I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say like, there's no evidence that show that says that he killed her, but there's also no evidence saying that you know she committed suicide. So it's like true. I mean, but that's the thing. How, how did how did the good guys tell somebody else that okay, Brent was the one that killed her? Like nobody's saying that he oh, killed her. Yeah, that's the thing. I, a lot of people were like, oh, this is a setup because they want Barton dead. So why not tell yeah. her sister that he killed her? There you go. That gives her motive. And, That's true. and drive to get him killed. So we're going to see her in the Hawkeye uh, TV series, which will be out later this year. So we're going right. to see how this unfolds. Also, I think there was some actually pretty good nods to uh, uh, the Sam and Bucky show because Red Guardian was kind of active, was active in the 90s. And he had the mm-hmm. super soldier serum. So that meant that the serum was out, was out there Um even well no actually red guardian says that he fought in the 80s and we know that isaiah bradley was out there in like the 70s and the 80s and he probably fought isaiah bradley at one point 
thinking that he was Captain America. Maybe that was I mean, Captain that Africa. Was fucking funny. He, he was Captain Africa. Oh, God um, I think there was some interesting nods to that show as well. But I mean, the obvious ties to the Hawkeye series, which was, which will be coming out. But I still think that this was a nice little, nice little tidbits that were thrown out for the shows that are about to come out and the shows that have already aired. I just with the whole Taskmaster thing, like one of the issues I had was that like, like Taskmaster remembers everybody fucking move, whatever, not right. But like, every time he fought, like, Black Widow, there was a little bit of a little scuffle. But she always got like kind of the upper hand. Like she, she was always able to be like one step ahead of him, or, or sorry, her. Like even at the end, like mm-hmm. she was able to be one step ahead. Like how that was, that was like the only thing that took away. Cause um, is it is it Moonrider? Not Moonrider. That's uh, <laughs> that's fucking Moon? One Punch Man. <laughs> uh, what's the guy from on the DC universe who copies moves? I'm not familiar with that one. I don't I know mean, that character. Well, I mean, either way, listen, if, if this was in the comics, if Black Widow would have fought Taskmaster, 10 times out of 10, Black Widow would have lost. Yeah. She would have. What's, so, what's the DC? I'm pretty I sure Taskmaster has some wins over Captain America. And he has this, and Captain America has a significant strength advantage over Taskmaster. Strength, agility, healing factor. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> list goes on and on but taskmaster if you look at like the the power ratings for characters taskmaster maxed out the fighting skills because when he sees something once he can can emulate it if it's in his physical ability he can emulate it the other thing is um with uh spider-man he's had some really good fights as well yeah i'll say spider-man no, there's. Uh, I, I'm thinking of the DC game. There's somebody in the, in the DC Batman game that one of the characters that you kind of would stumble across, and like he would copy your fucking fighting style all the oh, fucking are you, time. Are you thinking of the Talon? Or um, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Talon. Because he did. Or is it Azrael? It's probably Azrael. Uh, I think it was Azrael. Yeah, Azrael's pretty close, but yeah. he usually fights. He fights pretty much like Batman, but he kills people. <laughs> Yeah, maybe it was Azrael. Because I know he took the mantle of Batman for like a second. Before he yeah, but he went crazy. killing people. Yeah. Yeah, he was killing people. He went people all need, over. People um, need to die. Just, you know. There could be someone else that you're thinking of, too. Is it a super-powered person? Or is it just someone that mimics? There's just somebody that mimics. It's not like... Uh, I know there's Ozimo, or whatever the guy's name is. He can mimic super superhero characters' powers. Oh, dude. But those are androids, the Mazo droids. Yeah, they Mazo, that's those, what it was. Yeah. Yeah, they had those on. Uh, they have those on the Arrowverse, but it's a droid. It's an android. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah. Anyway, so yeah, overall, uh, what rating would you guys give uh, Black Widow? I would give it a seven. I'm gonna go. S- oh, good. Uh, probably. Um, right. I was going to say I was going to say 6 6 Okay. Oh, did you? Uh I will say 7.5. All right. Uh people in the chat if you're listening to the podcast right now, uh put the ratings in the chat room right chat right now, but I would also give it a, a 7.5. Maybe Yeah, I give it a 7.5. It was a lot of fun, but there's still little things here and there that was kind of buggy, but um Interesting. So Stitch is in the chat, and he just said that. Uh, he actually said a while ago. He actually went to the theaters to watch it. 
Yeah. How? That's like the. You went to the theater too? Yeah, I went to the theater too. I saw it with oh my, my cousin. God. And so the theater we went to, like, it has two floors. So we were on the upper upper floor, and then like, um, most of the seating was around us because we didn't have people next to us, but we still had people like, in like this weird, like circle type thing, and there's people below us as well. So the theater was actually pretty. I mean, we went to I, we went to the last showing at the night, which was like an 11, 11 o'clock showing, and there's still a good amount of people in there. So we had like a lot of room to sit there. Holy shit. Matt gave it a fucking five five. <laughs> oh shit! Well, Matt's very critical of a lot of films, and I get it. He's seen a lot of films, so he has pretty. I mean, he didn't like uh, the Last Jedi. He gave that a zero. <laughs> you know, it, it was funny. Matt Matt did such a great job of breaking down the Last Jedi that, like, I remember I was somewhere in the, in the sevens when I first saw it. And I started fucking thinking after that episode, and my <laughs> rating went down ever fucking since. You know, you know, it's funny. It's funny that you say that because, like, um, on so Facebook they have this thing called memories where they'll go back and post old shit that you posted, and <laughs> literally it posted up some shit about Transformers. I think it was like uh, it was like Transformer two or three or something like that. And no, no, it was um, it was Karate Kid, the remake one. And I remember watching it thinking like, oh, like I thought it was good. And then like after seeing reviews and people talk about like how bad it was, I'm like, and I went back and watched it. I was like, you know what? This shit is pretty fucking bad. Like, Wait, which, which it's movie? called Cry Kid, but uh, Cry yeah, Kid too. Kid no, Cry Kid with uh, Jaden Smith. Jaden oh. Smith. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Watching it, it was. I was like, this no, isn't that good. But when I first watched it, I thought it was good. I was like, oh, this isn't that bad. Like, let's kind of live up to the to the original one. But then like going back and like listening to people talk about, it, I'm like. Oh wow, this is fucking horrible. Karate Kid, uh, Karate Kid, Karate is a Japanese martial arts, Kung Fu is what you find in China, which is a country he was in, and then like, like him and his, it was just, it was, like, I went back and watched it, I was like, yeah, this, this doesn't fucking work at all. Well, and also, like, the fact that like, um, oh no, the part was like Jackie Chan where he put, he put together a fucking entire fucking car, rebuilt it, and destroyed it in one fucking night, it's like, what the, who fucking does that? That's well, how the fucking money just wasted. Let's just ignore the... Well, not even ignore. Let's recognize the fact that Jaden Smith is not a good actor. He's a grown man now, so you're not a good actor. Right? Yeah. Your dad is an okay actor. He, he can pick and choose his roles, where he basically plays himself most of the time. Um, but Jaden Smith is not a good actor. So... I mean, yeah. I mean, he... Only scene that's great of that entire movie is when he's like, "I want to go home," because that shit just live in infamy and fucking the meme world. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to be here. I want to go home. Yeah, but I'm just—it's <laughs> one of those things where it's like I was hesitant to say that because you know it's hard enough for. He's not a good rapper either. No, he's <laughs> definitely not. He's not. But the, the this even goes back to that is that when I talk about him like not being good at certain things, but it's like. I mean, his his dad was, and his dad elevated him. And there's been so many other people that had their parents elevate them, and nobody says a fucking word about it. But I'll bring it up, because Jesus is not... He's not a very talented person, as far as I'm concerned. But neither am I. So if somebody wants to be like, well, oh, what the fuck you do? I do a podcast, I guess, that not, not a lot of folks like, listen to. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm also, you know, I'm, I'm not headlining... Uh, a movie. I'm not the star of a movie. 
You know what I mean? But if, if, if you watch me in a movie as acting, I'd be a fucking shitty actor. I'd be probably as good or worse than Jaden Smith, which is fine, but you're not paying me Jaden Smith money. So. Yeah, I mean. But kind never... of piggyback off what you said about Will Smith, like, there's actually a lot of actors in Hollywood where they play the same fucking character. Like The Rock? Like Will Ferrell <laughs> or The Rock. Uh, fucking Kevin, uh, Kevin Hart. Like, there's a lot of people who play the same fucking character. Like, there's not a lot of characters, a lot of actors and actresses out there that have fucking range. Jack Black. Mm, I mean, I've yeah. seen Jack Black. I gotta say, I've seen Will Smith in a lot of stuff, and I. Uh, Adam Sandler. The movie, the movie that he went he went for it was uh, Six Degrees of Separation. That movie showed that he had range, even not though it. he does show it <laughs> at a private school, but he does. A few things. He's like a con man, but he's a kid, sort of thing. And then uh, I haven't seen the Pursuit of Happiness, but I heard that was, mm. you know, because that's a big area story, and I heard he did really good in that. You know, I yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah but I'm, I'm like, like, your Leo DiCaprio's, like, that dude's got fucking range. Like, the fact that he can do, like, uh, he can do, like, drama. He can fucking be sinking on a goddamn Titanic. He can be fucking chasing some, some girl. From that other cross, a look from him to being in your fucking dreams and fucking with your head, like DiCaprio got you could he'd be fucking on drugs and Leo DiCaprio got fucking range. Hmm. Not denying that because uh, I loved him as Calvin Candy. So. Yeah, also, but yeah. I mean, also you got to look at this too. Um, and I'm not completely shitting on Will Smith. I thought he's done really well in certain roles, but he loves being usually the lead hero. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there are times when it's not always about you, or maybe you have to choose a villain role, or maybe you have to use a, choose a side role. You know, uh, maybe you have to play, you know, something that is way outside of the box. Um, but that's certainly not something that he's historically been interested in. But at the same time, you know, you talk about box office in general from the mid 90s through most of the 2000s. He was about as close to box office gold as you could fucking get for an A-lister. Mm-hmm. Like Scarlett okay. Johansson? Sure. I'd have thrown it in there. You fucking hate yeah. it. Scarlett Johansson has more Oscar nominations than Will Smith. That's actually yeah. sad. But, yeah. Because, uh, honestly, let me rewind a little bit. Um... I made the comment about, you know, Will Smith and, you know, not having a lot of range and, you know, so did Prodigy as well. But, uh, I, I gotta tell you that it was 12 pounds. Oh, yeah, I've seen, oh, I've yeah. seen that movie. That was your girl in it. That was an excellent movie. Like, I'm not gonna, like, that was probably one of his best works that most people didn't even probably watch. Um, but it was a, it was a really good movie. But I think, but it also, it was not a blockbuster movie. And I think that that might... I think that single movie might be why he's the way he is now with, like, the roles that he picks. Because he did that role that was kind of... It was emotionally um, intense. And it didn't get a lot of attention. It didn't get a huge box office draw. until so it goes... He went back to, like, doing blockbusters. But for me, I was very impressed on his performance for, uh, for, for 12 Pounds. If y'all have not watched it... And, uh, and you think that Will Smith is like a, a bad actor or a mediocre actor. Just just watch that. And there was another one, too, where like early on in his career where he played like a gay guy. Was it yeah, that's six, six Degrees, degrees of, separation? of Separation? Yeah. 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 That was pretty good, too. But also, you know, it was like, it's not normally what he does. 
Like, he had to go outside of his, his, like, his normal safe range to do those movies. But now, besides those two movies, there might be a couple other ones that I don't know about. But the vast majority of his movies are, like, very safe for him. But the times where he goes outside of his wheelhouse to be not safe, he does excellent work. And you know what's funny, too? Um, I'm glad you mentioned those movies. The one that came out a couple years ago, there was two big ones that came out a couple years ago. Uh, there was a Gemini Man that didn't, that flopped. Yep. And then yeah. there was um, with his son that after Earth, yeah. before birth, whatever yeah. the fuck that it was. was after birth. It, yeah. <laughs> that that one that one complete, completely flopped. But I even liked him in like Hitch and you know I mean he's done he's done a fucking shit ton of movies. We all know who he is, um, yeah. for better or worse. But I w- I would have loved to have seen. I thought he turned down one of the roles for. Uh, I thought he turned down the role for Django actually. He did. Yeah. He's. He yeah. didn't like how they kept using the N-word and there's some other stuff, so he he chose that down. There's another there's another famous role he turned down too. I can't remember. He turned down uh Matrix. Yes, he was gonna be he Neo. Was, he That's was right. Neo. He was yeah. supposed to be Neo and he turned it down. I mean, wife. That's Okay, I mean that those are his business decisions. Like some of those yeah. like, I totally understand, but Matrix actually even even for Matrix, if you look at the the Wachowskis before the Matrix and especially at the time that that ha- that that movie occurred, it was in the the very late nineties. I think it was in ninety nine, right when that came out. Why the fuck did Will Smith do that movie? Like he just did fucking Independence Day, you know, in in like a couple years prior. Why would he do The Matrix from some, you know, directors that had very little experience? Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right and then here's the other thing too though. seven pounds um, well. sorry i kept calling it 12 seven pounds, pounds. Or seven pounds thank you yeah. warrior fellow but then the other thing is um it's very different to read a fucking script and then a year and a half two years later to see a fucking movie yeah like yeah a, a script can tell you give you one vision of a story and then they edit the fuck out of that script and then they have to film it and and cinematography and costumes and all the other stuff to make the fucking magic of a great film you can't always fucking tell from the script. And anybody who tells you that they can is fucking lying. Matt Damon was supposed to be an avatar and would have gotten 10% of the profits of that avatar Ooh. movie. The one that did over $2.7 billion in 09 or whatever. And he turned it down because it sounded like shit on this on a page. And look at what happened. So I get it. You know you know what's what's yeah. insane to me? So I've been thinking about Avatar, the the movie. And they've put in so much money and resources into the next movies. Like, they, they, they basically film, I think it's the next three movies in a row, right? I don't think they're going to do that well at all. If they get half oh, yeah. of the revenue as the first movie, I'd be very surprised. They'll get, like, a fifth. Yeah, I think that it might get maybe, I'm gonna, I'll say a third. If they get a third of the revenue of the, of the first movie, um, I'll be surprised. Um, because... Everybody that I talk to, and I think I said on this podcast before, name to me three characters from that movie. Jake, Jake Scully, Sigourney Weaver, that I can't remember her fucking no, name. No, that's, that's <laughs> the yeah. characters, though. No, and, the characters. And the one that plays Cable. Yeah, no. It doesn't, none of that <laughs> counts. Like, nobody that I talk to can name to me any of the characters. If somebody told me that the Avatar movie never existed, I would believe them at this point. If it had been like some weird phenomenon where we all think that it really existed but it didn't, I would not be surprised at this point. Um, I think that it was a combination of a couple things. It, it was the technical prowess of the movie because it looked excellent and 
yeah. the um, the onset of uh, really HD theater in the homes. The because, whole IMAX system. Yeah, and IMAX and all that stuff. But the movies are not very memorable, like at at all. And and also, I remember the movies. Like I actually do. Because I remember I remember watching the first one when I was in Qatar. And I, st- I still don't remember all the characters' names. I remember that the the first the the main character I, I don't remember his name. He was a marine that was disabled. They got put into you know a, a, an avatar's body. But it's also like this super weird. Um, how do I put? Th- I'm not gonna put it nicely. It's just really weird, uh, like white person uh, defeating the savages. That yeah. is <laughs> that is not going to play well in fucking 2021, 2022. 2023 2024 it's not going to play well because people are waking up to or at least doing more research into the colonizer mentality and people are just not going to tolerate not are not going to tolerate it so unless james cameron understands that and like changes the whole format of the movies which i don't think he is um the movies are not going to do that well they're not well like what the with the first movie, the thing that captured people was that, like, visually, it was fucking stunning. Yeah, stunny. they, they like, were. You, you're on a foreign planet, this and that, and, like, I, you saw it in IMAX and 3D, and, like, the whole 3D experience made you feel like you were fucking... And but, oh, yeah. I, I went to Qatar. But, but it's Fern Gully. It's fucking Fern Gully. No, it was Basically, Dances yeah. with Aliens. It was really, Dances with Aliens. Yeah, but just, no, but, no, but like, it's really... It's, well, it's was Dances just, with Fern Gully. Because, like, literally, go back and watch Fern Gully. And, you know, Dances with Wolves, that's literally what Old Dungeon was talking about, too. But it's like the combination of the two movies in that movie, and it's just like, yeah, it looks pretty, but, like, this is still, like, the colonizer mentality. Like, you're you're taking over our entire planet of, quote-unquote, savages to steal their resources. Like, Unobtainium. Like, I don't, yeah, never yeah. forget. Cheddar, yeah. I just, I'll the, never forget him calling it Cheddar. We're here for this Cheddar. I was like, nobody even the, says that anymore. That's so funny. The one thing uh, that... The one thing that's gonna really drop the value of the the next movie is that this movie came out fucking twelve years ago, twelve fucking years ago. Like nobody like the fact that the first one was visually stunning. Like you gotta you gotta bring fucking some hard fucking balls hit the wall type shit to be able to impress people to make well, them want to fucking go back and watch the movie more than once. So I think that's the first Avatar. The first Avatar movie had a bunch of people who saw it more than once. Hold oh on, yeah, hold I on, mean, hold on, go ahead, Parker. Hold on, yeah, because I I hear you guys, I really do, but from a film historical standpoint, James Cameron has had way more than just one fucking hit. Oh, mm-hmm. he did for sure. So, you know, so let I mean, if he had had one fluke hit that almost made three billion dollars, I'd be like, yeah, he's, he's never going to be able to have another big hit again. But yeah. remember, before Avatar, Titanic which was his fucking movie, was at the very top of the all-time box office for a minute. Yeah. And then, and then he had others, too. Like, Old Ninja, you know the, know the list better than I do. Yeah, Didn't he's got, t- I mean... Terminator 2, right? Terminator 2. So this here's the thing about um, James Cameron. He's really into... I can destroy your ...pushing whole, cinematic... Right te- now. <laughs> well, uh, James Cameron's always about pushing cinematic uh, technology to the limits so he will wait for a technology to be finished so he can use it in his film that's what he did with avatar that's what he did with the abyss that's what he did with terminator 2 titanic 
He gave us Titanic, but he used technology to give us Titanic. I mean, he used the he built his own fucking submarine. <laughs> he yeah. built the fucking submarine. Just like, it was the same submarine that he used in the Abyss, but they modified it for Titanic and they used it in the film. And he has some technology that they're hinting about for part two, three, and four and five for fucking um, this film. And you have like a huge cast for the second film. Like you, he's bringing back Kate Winslet. He added Vin Diesel. Most of the original cast is back for some reason, even though I could have sworn Stephen Lang Car- Stephen Lang's character died, and Sigourney Weaver's character I guess died, but she's in the sequel. Um, there's a lot of people lined up for this, and because it's been that big of uh, five uh, Revenge of the Sith and uh, Force Awakens, there's a lot of fans of this film that are going to go see it. You know, opening weekend. Well, right now, and I looked at... They may go see it more than once. <laughs> yeah. I, I went and looked at... Go ahead. Uh, I, looked, I, I went back to look at uh, of James Cameron's uh, repertoire movies that he's done, and, like, only one of the movies made over a billion dollars. Other ones barely broke $300 million. So, Titanic was the other movie that did over a billion dollars, but, like, all the other movies, they didn't do that well. They didn't. Like, looking at... You can't compare something at, in the goddamn order. order. Eight eighties movies. Yeah, that's, that's true. You got to take that. Into okay, hold on. Like, okay, Prodigy, I'll, I will. My rose-colored glasses are coming off as I'm reading his repertoire of of work on IMDb. <laughs> um, honestly, yeah, he did T two. He has a great movie, no doubt about it. Avatar, which is sort of a great movie, you know, even though it was like a mix. I mean, it made a bunch of money. So I, I'm not going to give the same excuse. It's just like me saying that um, some ridiculous shit like, you know, nobody's going to watch Black Widow. But people watch Avatar. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just going to throw it out there. Okay, so since he made Avatar in 2009, uh, he made a Turok TV movie. Um, he was a collaborating di- uh, director. he was a collaborating director, no, yeah. Nobody watched that. The Last Train to Hiroshima, which was delayed. There's no release date. And uh, since then, Avatar 2 is coming out in 2022. Avatar three is coming out in twenty twenty four. Avatar, like they're all Avatar movies, and then the inf- and then the Informinist, which is announced, but you know, I'm. Uh, yeah, I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't have is- people. When people want to talk about James Cameron's work, especially as, as a director, I will tell you his direct. All right, I'll just break it down for you. His the things that he's directed: Xenogenesis, which was a short. Nobody watched that. Piranha 2, The Spawning, nobody watched that. The Terminator, people watched that. Okay, I got that. Aliens, people watched that. I get that. Martini Ranch, Reach, was a video short. Nobody watched that. The Abyss, I watched it. Thought it was excellent. Um, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, excellent movie. True Lies, excellent movie. Uh, T2, Battle Across Time, video short. So that's, uh, that is like uh, one of those fucking like, 3D rides things. I've actually yeah. seen this. Okay, yeah. But Titanic, which... People watched. I didn't like it, but it was definitely a hit. It was one of the highest grossing movies of all time. I want to argue that. Um, Earthship TV was a TV documentary. Nobody watched it. Dark Angel. He, that was uh, actually a decent he, series, apparently. It was. He directed, I've only seen one episode. He directed, he directed exactly one episode. Expedition Bismarck. Nobody really fucking watched. Ghost of the Abyss. Documentary. Nobody really watched. Aliens of the Deep. Documentary. Nobody really watched. Avatar. Blockbuster. Gotcha. Turok, The First Flight, TV movie, collaborating director in 2016. 
Did any of you watch it? I fucking sure didn't. I have no idea what this even is. Last Train to Hiroshima, the survivors look back, which was delayed. And the rest of them are Avatar movies and The Informist. So I think we are giving too much stock for James Cameron being an excellent director and making blockbuster films. He made exactly two blockbuster films. Oh, I'm sorry, three. Three blockbuster films. Two and a half. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, I'm sorry, list those three one more time. List three. T2, um, probably True Lies, Avatar. That's it. That's three. Oh, Titanic. 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 Sorry, so that's four. And um, well, what about ter- what? Hold on. What the first Terminator didn't do really well too. No, it, it did it made half a million. <laughs> no, or half a billion. Or made half a billion. Well, but it, well, but it also, I will, I will give Prodigy some leeway. The first Terminator was in 1984, so we had to yeah. do like some serious like you know inflation shit. But it exactly. didn't even even knowing that I know nobody watched the first Terminator that much like the first one. T two first. No. T2 did way more fucking money than the first Terminator. It did, but Terminator, the first one, was, like, super, like, iconic and inspirational for a lot of other directors. I mean, yeah, it doesn't, it's because I, I don't, of that movie, I, I don't he was able to come back and how much did, how, how well did it do in theater? Oh, hold on. I mean, oh. this is 1984 money. Same that, thing with Alien. That's Aliens why, is that's why regarded I gave, as one of the best Alien Ninja, films That's ever. why I gave you concessions. But it did, not, it did not do that well in the theater, the first Terminator. It didn't. What what is the what is the number here? Maybe, maybe we need to make sure because I mean obviously it made enough to warrant a sequel, right? Uh, exactly, and be critically acclaimed. There's a bunch of other shitty movies film? that got sequels. <laughs> Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but in the eighties, though, this is early eighties. Yeah. Aliens. It made I mean, seventy-eight million dollars. Okay, I, I'd have to go back in the Wayback Machine. I don't T- know what that. T two relatively. T two made five hundred and twenty million dollars. So yes, I'm not tripping. Nine... No, hold on, hold on. That was seven years later, eight years later. Yeah, but I mean, even with inflation, that's way more. That's way more. T two. God damn it! Oh, I don't explain this shit. Do you think that T two was a worse movie than Term- the first Terminator? Oh no. I'm not saying it's a worse movie. I actually like t2 better so full stop on that however i'm not going so far as to say that terminator 1 for early 80s money was a flop by any stretch that's what uh, i'm saying hold on give me a second here when are you guys talk real quick i'm trying to uh, pop in a, a inflation calculator to see like what's the difference between like 1990s movies versus to, to today's because i mean I'm, I'm looking at it from kind of a kid perspective well what 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 example oh no it's not it. okay uh it's hard to say prodigy the what, highest what gro- the highest grossing movie in 1984 was 220 million dollars do you know what the movie was Mm-mm. ghostbusters okay so that's a super duper blockbuster yes terminator was not uh, Madden Chadroom said that uh, True Lies was directed by John Mc John McTiernan, so, which is incorrect yeah. because if you look at the poster, the very first thing at the bottom of the poster says a James Cameron film, and I, there's a there's a behind the scenes featurette with James Cameron and all and like the cast and everything, so it is definitely a James Cameron film. Oh, so take that, Matt. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, Wiki says, I, says that James Cameron was a writer and director for that. I'll just say, in general, yes, he's an older guy. I'm not saying I'm fucking sucking his dick like he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. But if you have, however you want to slice it, Holy at least four really big movies that, you know, memorable, really big movies, then mm, that's that's me, a career that most directors would envy. I'm going mm -hmm. to nail the... I'm going to put nails in the coffin. I'm sorry. Because if we talk about the, the highest grossing movies in 1984, Terminator is like number 21. Okay. 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 Um, I mean, so it, and it's, it is sli many... it's slightly above Friday the 13th, the final chapter, and Conan the okay. Destroyer. So I'm going to give a slight caveat. Terminator... So Terminator, the first one... Came it's out a October. rated R film, so it's so, not going to so get the in. same amount of money as Terminator Two because the ratings, the rating on Terminator Two is PG thirteen. No, it was R. It was R as well. It was R. Um, I'm pretty R. sure it is PG thirteen. I'm, I'm almost positive. I'm, well, maybe I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah, but you know why? You know why it's PG thirteen? It's because they specifically said there was too much violence in the first one, too much blood. So that's why they have the scene when they filmed here in the Bay. Where he shoots all the cops, none of those cops are dead. So they, that's how they get around the rated R rating. You could be right. I always forget, like, I, there was no frontal nudity, even though there was nudity. No, there's no, yeah, so. I mean, you could have, but it is a PG-13 film. It is not a rated R film. Oh, it is a rated R film. I'm wrong. Okay, all right. Well, But that's weird. Oh, I think, uh, you know what? <clears throat> I think, I think the way... I think the best way to look at it is how much how much on the investment that the movie's made. If you take how much the movie cost to make it and divide or take the how much the movie made and, and take away how much they the budget was just determines if, if it's a successful film instead of it looking at inflation and stuff like that. I think that's, that's probably the best way to because if, if like, for example, uh, when we was it um, yeah, so paranormal activity cost ten thousand dollars to make. But then we made like a, a couple of big made dollars, so yeah, that was say that was. Yeah, but, I mean, Matt, Matt just said in the park, in the chat that T two was rated R, and it, it made rated way fucking more. It made half a billion dollars, half a billion. It did. Look, I'm I'm not discrediting T two. In fact, fine. We will say for the sake of argument, Terminator One was nowhere near as successful. I get that, but to have T two, Titanic. Avatar, uh, what was the other one? Um, uh, I True don't know Lies. Much, True Lies, and I don't, know how much money, I don't know how much money The Abyss made, but at least with True Lies, that's that's a lot of big movies. Yeah. I mean, so. back in 84, true uh, like R-rated movies weren't pulling in all that much money. Yeah, they super high. Who knows? But, um... Yeah, about I all I know is uh we will see. I, I'm not even I'm not even hundred percent sure what's gonna happen with Avatar these sequels. Maybe they waited too long, maybe they have new technology, but I'm not gonna completely uh discredit James Cameron because he, he might be able to pull uh, capture that lightning in a bottle again. You know, made yeah. for made for T V movies are a completely different animal. But you know Or video or like little three D video game stuff which i've seen i've seen a mass effect one which is here um there's actually only one and it's here by um levi stadium at the amusement park called great america it is a 
Mass Effect 4D experience, but that's like directed by, I don't remember who it is, but the Terminator 2 thing, it has the same kind of effect, same kind of setup or whatnot. It's like a ride, but it's a movie at the same time. You know, I think the, the, the thing that would make the next Avatar movie be fucking the dopest shit ever would be for that shit being the goddamn VR. Like, I want to be a fucking cat, blue cat person, fucking blue cat chicks with my ponytail and stuff like that and flying on magical drag. Because I'm not sure if anybody, I guess I haven't been to Disney World, but they have an Avatar experience there. And like, there's this, there's, if you've been to California, if you've been to Disney, California, they have that whole California thing where you fly over like the, all of California, whatever like that. But they have something similar for the Avatar movie. And it, it, it felt for a little bit, it felt like you were in a, in the movie. So if they did some VR augmented reality type shit for the Avatar movie, that'd be fucking dope. Like they need, they need to bring again, like another element to the 3D experience. Like we need like maybe smells or maybe some actors or creatures fucking running through. Like some, we need some 4D shit for the next well, Avatar movie. Also, we just might. don't forget. I mean, this is going to be under Disney. The mm-hmm. larger umbrella now, so that's oh, true. You know, maybe maybe that'll have a huge difference on either the tech or the storyline or the marketing. Oh, well, these movies are technically done; they got pushed back because of Disney's launch window. So, what are you talking about? The uh, well, when Disney bought 20th Century Fox, they pushed like a lot of projects that were either close to being done or in development, there's a bunch of projects that they closed. And so originally Avatar 2 was supposed to be out in 2021. They pushed it back a year. So it wasn't, it was against uh, James Cameron's like wishes, but he kind of stuck with this. So they're holding on to like all this stuff because the two of them are supposed to come out within the same year. So Uh, Yeah, which is stupid, but um, I think that Disney's approach to pushing back movies has obviously been fruitful because look at Black Widow. It made a shitload of money at a time when if they if they would have released it on its original release date, it wouldn't oh. have even made half of that. If they made a quarter no. of that money, I'd have been a fucking surprised. Because mm-hmm. nobody was set up to have like watching movies at home. Nobody was going to theaters, so I think for them it was a very smart decision to, to, to push the movies back. Um, I think the same thing's gonna happen with, with Avatar. But like I said, I still don't think that Avatar is going to reach anywhere near the heights of the last movie because I think the last movie that they made was sort of like, like I said, it's like a weird like aberration. Like, I can't, na- I can't think of a single blockbuster movie where you can't name a single main fucking character, a single main character. Usually, I say three. We said, we said, without, without, uh, yeah, but three. But most people can't even name one. Can you name one? Yeah, we just said Jake. Jake, Jake, Jake okay. Sully, I forgot. That's it. it. Uh, I know there's. Are you sure not Jake from State Farm? Uh, <laughs> was it Jake? Jake Sully? What was his name? Yeah. And then Natiri? Is that her name? <laughs> yes, that's what gets fucking weird. It's like we all wa- we all definitely watched it, but we don't know the main characters. It's, well, I think I mean, even if you I look don't... at like like if you look at Titanic, like I only can think of Jack and Rose. Like I can't think I, of anybody else's really name watched. in that fucking movie. But then again. It's been fucking 15 years since that movie came out. No, wait, 15, well, way more than that, bro. We're credit, fucking old. Credit, <laughs> Holy shit. To your credit, the whole movie is pretty much Jack and Rose. That movie came back 45 years ago. Wait, <laughs> Blue, what do you saying. say about jacking off your Rose? Oh, that's <laughs> oh, yeah, we were in high school when that came bad. out. 
Uh, me? Nah, I was like no. 30 back then. <laughs> no, when, uh, when uh, uh, Kronos and I were in yeah, high it came out like 98, 97, right? Something like that. Uh, yeah, it came out in 97. Fuck. I, yeah, I, I mean, there are people, so I don't know. I just thought about this, but there's people who've seen the Star Wars movies and they don't know any of the characters. They may know one, like Rey. That's, that's kind of it. That's rare, though. Everybody that I talk, every single person that I've asked, name three characters, they cannot name three. Nobody I ever talked to us can name, can name three. None. I remember liking Rogue One, and I can remember Jin Jin Erso, yeah, and K two S O. I don't remember that. Like which one? Was the that? robot. Robot. Yeah. See, that, that <laughs> one didn't stick with me at all. Yeah. Came with that robot. And then, uh, and then, well, I know uh, Andor, Cassian Andor, because he's getting his own show. Yeah. Like yeah, early. That... I think later this year or early 2021. Yeah, that didn't stick. Well, you know what? I want to I want to know like how did Black Widow do opening weekend versus uh, Fast Nine because Fast Nine only was released in the theaters. Well, let's like did see. Black Widow like if you add the the streaming numbers to what Black Widow made versus what Fast Nine made because I I would say Fast Nine and Black Widow pop because MCU and well no MCU is a little bit higher on that franchise level but the fast nine is like pretty solid fan base so i like to know like how did they compare to each other right then i would tell you like how successful streaming is for a movie franchise what you got cronus it's not <laughs> 70 million difference between the two damn oh uh, the other one was over 200 million black widow opening weekend opening weekend yeah. oh on. shit Oh, let me just bring it back up so I'm not tripping. Black Widow opening weekend was sorry, it was eighty million domestic. Hmm. Um, hold on, God damn, where's the fucking other article? Was Fast they, Nine sorry, the, the same domestic? No, hold on, I got I got a fucking apples to apples this shit. Hmm. Give me a second, because it was like, sorry, two hundred two hundred fifteen million opening weekend. Which is the biggest since the pandemic began. So, and then F nine made seventy million, but I'm not sure if that's domestic or total. Yeah, I think it was released in um, overseas before it was released here in the U.S. box office. Well, it says F nine now has no, gathered I... more than four hundred fifty million uh, since its debut, but that was more than just the opening weekend. So. Alright, so Office Box Office Mojo has opening weekend. Well, this is only in a theater. So opening weekend in the theater, Scarlet made eighty million, where uh Fast Nine did seventy million. But uh they had about the same amount of theaters they opened up to, but it doesn't have the streaming numbers in this. Yeah, the streaming numbers are over sixty we million. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a lot. And there's yeah, and there's no streaming for Fast Nine. Yeah. Yeah, there's no streaming so, for so for streaming, uh, yeah, it looks like, yes, it, it's worse franchises doing the whole streaming thing, to be honest. I just don't know everyone here. But I, I, I just wanted to see, because both of those, because we know Fast 9 was theater only. It was released only in theaters, where Scarlet, she was, or Black Widow's released in both uh, streaming and in the theaters. Yeah, so domestically, ah. I guess worldwide, Fast 9 has grossed. Sit, well, it's been out for what two to three weeks, 
So, yeah, almost for a while. That's worldwide. Yeah, Domestic, I saw, 144. I saw it was over 400, like what I what I just read. Which is yeah, fine. Because... It's, it's international is 400. So, 400 plus the 144. I mean, y'all know me. I'm a Fast and Furious fan. They're, they're not great movies, but I enjoy them. It's like it's like watching porn. I don't give a shit about the plot. <laughs> I don't. Much. You got to do catching the car on a car. I'm in. Yeah, or so. Dudes to space. I mean, Black Widow did well because Dominic Toretto saw it with his whole family because they were talking about family. That's why. Then went back and watched it a few times. He brought his whole crew. All right, was, let's uh, hey, let's man, let's switch awesome. gears just a little bit. Actually, extremely. Yeah. Um, have y'all watched? This is uh, actually from somebody that asked me about this. Um, uh, Steve, I don't know what his podcast name would be, but my friend Steve from from high school. He was asking if we all saw the Karen breakdown uh, from Victoria's Secret. Did y'all watch that? Yes, I did. Holy fucking shit! Prodigy, have you Wait, watched that? explain this yeah what so happened there was a lady there's a obviously when i say karen you already know she's a white lady <laughs> and uh, there was a, a woman that was inside of victoria's secrets trying to pick up some panties and this white woman for some reason was like flipping out and went to go run up to hit this black woman and right when she ran up to go hit her the black woman turned on her phone and she was like what are you doing why are you trying to hit me and then the breakdown came and this fucking Karen decided to just like totally start screaming and yelling how she was the victim and just had a total temper tantrum about how people were recording her and oh my god oh you know she was trying to hurt me blah blah but it's all on the phone you can see that like the the person that's recording wasn't trying to do anything she's just recording her like freaking the fuck out and like throwing a tantrum and like faking and like faking passing out in the middle of Victoria's Secrets and it was just like dude are you fucking serious? And then this is in a dressing room. No, no. it was in like the middle of Victoria's Secrets, like at, at, right, right near the fucking cash register. So all the employees saw what happened. Everybody in the fucking store saw what happened. I was just amazed. And then like somebody that I knew was like posting that uh, they were tired of seeing Karen videos, and so I posted, "I'm tired of Karens." Like, and I then I broke down like Emmett Till's thing, like how you know Emmett Till got tortured and murdered, but from a false accusation from a woman who's still free to this day that admitted that she totally oh, fabricated uh, the story. Yeah, I, I think mean, she died. No, she's still, I'm, I'm pretty sure she's still alive. Either, either if she's still alive or not, doesn't matter because she lived her entire fucking life mm -hmm. free, and the people that tortured and killed him were acquitted and they're free if they were free if they're dead i don't really give a fuck but they lived they lived a free life while he got tortured mutilated and murdered and i'm like i'm tired of like that's what karens do and i'm glad that we have videos now that can show these ridiculous women acting like children worse than my fucking toddler which is not tall anymore she's a big girl because she's four and a half i'm just saying she acts nothing like that in public or even in even in private and the fact that we just we let these these women act like this in public and accuse people of things that they, they didn't do and people just believe them and they get thrown in jail they can get murdered 
you know, they can get all this retribution, but, oh, I'm just tired of seeing Karens. Yeah, I mean, I am too, but the, the Karens, are they shouldn't exist. Like, they're, they're these silly, entitled, immature people that never lived a real life that depend upon, you know, the color of their skin and, and their gender to protect them throughout their entire fucking lives. And, and it's wrong. And that, that should be the issue that people have. Yeah, that, not that I'm tired of seeing the videos. Well, that and, I mean, let's not forget the giant pink elephant in the room. These are racist, racist people. Yeah. These are people, these are uh, white women. Who, I was tiptoeing um, a little bit. You're right. Yeah. They're white women who, uh, you know, ha have the worst stereotypes, about, especially about black men. And because a whole lot of other people believe it, you know, it's like, well, that person must have slapped your ass or raped you or done all these kinds of evil things. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, <laughs> I like to just flat out say these are racist assumptions about another person that they usually don't even know about um, or know anything about and then they just drop these accusations and then start crying and if they're you know some white woman is crying then the world stops you know it, it's it's important now um, you know how do we make you stop stop crying because you know obviously uh, that's not right but um, some of them just ain't shit and are, you know, racist pieces of shit. And, you know, the other thing is <laughs> you have to go the extra step of saying not just, oh, that's wrong and, and, and they got embarrassed and they got what they deserve. Well, some of this is actually um, an, a, a blatant attempt to try to get someone, an innocent black man killed. And so... Nobody wants to talk about that. Like that one in the, in New York with the, the bird watcher and the dogs and whatnot. Oh, that... I'll never get over that because that guy works for Marvel. He yeah. like works for Marvel Comics. Yeah, but again, that could have turned out to uh, to be a situation where he innocently lost his fucking life like Floyd, you know, or mm -hmm. a whole bunch of other folks. So <gasps> it's, not, it's not something where I'm just going to be like, oh, you know, let's just shame and that's it. No, there should be better, tighter laws against uh, bullshit, and it's a waste of uh, the police's time, too. Well, this okay. Is... Go ahead. On the... I, I got you to so, say it. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to so... say, there should be a... Oh, my mic was muted. Sorry. So, <laughs> I was just going to say, there should be a consequence for, for these false actions. Like, you should get the same time that that person would have got if they were found guilty of what you're claiming them that they did. So, um, I saw the video and I was seeing some of the comments that were going, going on, I guess, I think it was a, the original post, but, um, there's people saying that this was a mental health issue because this lady was having some kind of breakdown and, you know, they're she, all trying to go to her. Why she buying panties uh, and Victoria's Secrets? <laughs> I don't, well, she had this huge breakdown because she repeatedly asked the African-American American woman to stop recording her. And people were coming to this lady's defense saying, like, hey, if you were being asked to, you know, stop recording, you should honor these people's wishes. And the lady and I'm, I'm thinking exactly what the lady says in the video, the woman who's recording, she says, I'm recording this to protect myself so everyone can see this. And other people were like, well, there should be security cameras recording this. Yes, they were. Most places like Victoria's Secret do. However, most of those do not carry sound for some strange no, reason. Hold on, of... real quick. 
fuck all that. When people want to say, you know, she was having a mental health issue. Listen, George Floyd, when he died, he said that he couldn't breathe multiple times. Did you give a fuck about all the same people that were saying that she was having a mental health breakdown? Did you give the same fucking credence to, to George Floyd when he died? When he said he couldn't breathe? When he was already handcuffed, hands behind his back? Nobody was touching this bitch. Nobody was touching this bitch. And people want to say, oh, well, she was having a mental health breakdown. She had a... Fuck, fuck her. Fuck her. Because she literally wanted to... To sick the police on somebody that did nothing wrong. And to punish them when they did nothing wrong. And then for them to be... To, people to, like, sit there and pick up her fucking white flag. And be like, oh, she was having a mental health breakdown. No. Like, you don't get that excuse from me. Because I know what she was trying to do. Anybody else has any kind of fucking common sense knows what she was trying to do. And if she would have been a different uh, skin tone, the the response from the police would not have been what happened there. And the response from everybody else would not have been what happened there. Um, oh. I, I, I'm not going to give any sort of fucking leeway on that bullshit. Like, because this whole, like, white women's tear... Listen, y'all know me. My, my, my girlfriend, my partner that I've been together with for over 10 years... She's white. But there is a legit thing about white women's tears. And she knows it too. Um, if y'all want to read more about it, there's a really good book called White Fragility by Robin D'Angelo, where she's mm -hmm. very critical about it. There's a whole fucking chapter about white women's tears, where like the fucking, the record scratches when it happens. And that that's what that person wanted to happen. Is that the record scratches and everybody pays attention to her and her fucking feelings when she's a perpetrator of an actual fucking crime. She tried to assault somebody and they caught it on fucking video. But if there was no video, then they would they would 100% believed her in her fucking fake ass fucking fainting in the middle of a fucking huh. Victoria's Secret. Oh, like, that I just, fake ass I just watched the video because so she uses her oh, purse yeah. as a pillow as a pillow. Because so she when she like goes to land, she pushes it out so she can land perfectly on top of it. And like yeah. and like if she just curls up into a ball. But then there's another point in the video where she. Um, it looks like an attack, but she's trying to take the woman's phone from her. So she rushes her, and the lady's running around like one of the display tables as this woman is chasing her, trying to get her phone from her. This is similar to the other incident where the white lady accused a black teenager of stealing her phone. Yep. Come to find her out, her phone, right? she left her phone in an Uber car. Oh, the Uber, Uber yeah. car. And the Uber brought her back, and come to find out that the son... The boy, he was the son of a like famous like um, uh, music like producer. producer he's yeah, yeah, he's a record producer. But this woman was so convinced that he had her phone, and, and she also she came was, out and said she wasn't white. <laughs> well, she, yeah, she was saying she was like mixed. It didn't matter. She was just like trying to weaponize because she tried to prevent him from leaving. She wanted the police to show up. She tried to attack the kid numerous times trying to snatch the phone away and that's literally what you see in this video as well yeah but like with the i watched i just i just right. watched a video with the with the woman attacking the black woman inside of the victoria's secret and like this isn't a, a nervous breakout being fucking caught on film because the camera literally starts rolling when the black when the white woman hits the black lady like if the woman was on the ground screaming and crying like okay she's recording somebody having a nervous breakdown but she did not record somebody having a nervous or a mental breakdown. Sorry, she did not record somebody having a mental break. She's she recorded somebody pretending to be having a breakdown because she got caught on film doing something 
and she's trying to fucking play it off for the audience which is basically fucking white girl fucking tears basically and it's 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 dude it's it's fucking sad to watch and like everybody's around that saw this like even like the the video the the website i'm on right now is um it's insider and on here it says a nigerian american woman raised oh wait she raised 85 million after she appears to be chased by a white woman in a new jersey victoria secret so the woman was nigerian that this happened to but she raised money which i think is good originally i thought it was a white woman that raised it they say she's american like listen to her talking she's she's american like she might be nigerian like you can listen to her talking newark She's she's american probably newark new jersey man (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay i was i was no because on here i thought it just said newark and i was like wait is she from the bay area but nah, it says um new jersey not yeah um listen there might be some day where this hit this happens to me and um where i might have time i might have time today <laughs> and i'll make a video of me recording it where i'm gonna play money bag yo time today and I will fucking <laughs> buy some sippy cups and some fucking applesauce and some little snacks for this fucking bitch to like freak the fuck out and be like, oh, I got time today to like talk to you about how how you're a fucking toddler. You never grew up and you don't know how to handle society. Like you, you, you're just, you're being, you've been coddled for your entire life. And the fact that you've been inconvenienced minorly from, for whatever reason, decided for you to go back to a fetal state in life. And we just, we, for some reason in American society, we just, we just accept that these people can act like this and it's acceptable in society. I'm just like, can we stop this? Can we stop this? Like we, we know the, the consequences for like black and brown people are fucking high. And for these white women, it's extremely low, but there needs to be actual consequences. Like when somebody accuses you of assault, and it's false accusations, why is there no law that's being enforced for like somebody else to, you know, get them in trouble? There's there's like literally zero to none, or that, zero is none. But anyway, there's very little, little to none. And, yeah. and it's disturbing. And it's, it's gonna keep happening until we have some sort of law out there where like, you just can't falsely accuse somebody of some shit and get, it, get, and get away with it because it's too high. Like there's too many people that have been out there that have like lost their jobs, you know, been killed, been tortured, um, all these things because of some person decided that, you know, they couldn't handle public life, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's, and it's, it's wrong. And it, it's fucking bullshit. It's really interesting. Cause like, if you, if you watch, um, uh, Lovecraft country, like there's a, there's a part, they talk about a story about this little black kid. This is fucking, this is history where I guess he got caught talking to a white girl or something like that and like some some white guy saw him fucking he was, i think it was like 11 years old or something like that That's and he fucking like beat on, his ass and, and, yeah, blue i'm gonna and, fucking save you because you're not not understanding the whole story that was emmett till mm-hmm. yeah emmett till yeah yeah that, uh, okay uh, wait okay yeah yeah you were talking about that earlier sorry but no like um Shit, I don't even know where I'm going now. That you, you mentioned earlier, earlier at the beginning. No, cause no, cause there's other stories of like there was like the kid inside of the, inside of the uh, the the liquor store, where a, a white woman was walking by and the, the kid had a backpack on and he turned to his friend and the the, ba- the backpack just happening to graze the woman's backside for some reason and she claimed that this little fucking kid had grabbed her butt and like the cops came out and she was screaming at him and like the kid was like crying and bawling like that but yet 
the police came and like they were down there ready to arrest this fucking kid but then you walk when you go back and watch the videotape the kid he wasn't even interested in this lady he just happened to be talking to his friend and like his backpack grazed woman but backside well, and it, she lost her shit like and this is only people are getting saved from video but there was one like you know before there was videos we're just getting murdered like you know for, for no reason and it wasn't that long ago like the advent of videos on every single person's body is very recent like it's in the last fucking basically 10 years where everybody has fucking I mean, look at Rodney King <laughs> yeah the Rodney King that, that was fucking lucky lucky as fuck the Rodney King happened but mm-hmm. you know everybody's saying now oh well there's racist issues now no like it's always existed but we just happen to have the ability to record it in mass now because of technology but it's always existed and there's been plenty of people that have died from false accusations and you know and people that have even admitted it that it was false accusations but the other person's dead and they don't go to jail like I said with Emmett Till the person that accused Emmett Till of you know catcalling her admitted that it didn't happen the people that well, tortured and murdered him um were acquitted even though they knew they tortured and murdered him it was the the brother of her and somebody else like one of his friends and they lived the rest of their entire lives with no consequences none but it's even that there's even that story recently where like uh, i think it was like an nf uh, it was a college student who was um charged on raping some girl and she even came out and said that she like that she, he didn't like she came out and said that she, he didn't rape her but i think i i, I want to say he's still either he's still in prison or like nothing happened to her like he there's was been really, a, there's been a couple of those and depending on what state you're in where it happened the consequences vary sometimes there's so none kind of, sometimes there's other ones where like you have to pay back whatever restitution you got so it's not so enough. Sometimes you have to, to do jail time, but it's nowhere near the time that was served by the one that they falsely accused. So. Jumping back to the Victoria's Secret lady, uh, not the Karen, but the the person who, the real victim of the Victoria's Secret story. Uh, there's it's actually a, like a three part video series. Like there's the original one of the woman being attacked. There's some aftermath, and then it's like her talking to security. So for for, for the videos I've came across so far, I mean I'm not sure there's a fourth one, but this is some it's, it's just fucking crazy. I mean. It sounds like it's crazy. It's kind of fucking normal, which is sad. Like this shit fucking shouldn't be happening. Like it's, it's fucking crazy, man. The fact that we're still dealing with this shit, even like last year with the whole Black Lives Matter. Wait, did you guys see the the article earlier that was posted about how the Palo Alto police is suing the city of Palo Alto for the Black Lives Matter that was painted on the on the street? Oh yeah, I did see that. And I'm like, they're gonna lose because the city can do whatever they want to their property. So. But it's offensive. Sure, it's offensive to them, but the city has the right to do whatever they want with their property. So it's offensive that you know a a bunch of you know black and brown people get murdered by the police that are unarmed. That's offensive. So, like when I I actually saw the mural in Palo Alto, and I was like, "Wow, this is fucking beautiful." I think one of the biggest controversies of that mural is that like one of the one of the I guess one of the characters that was drawn in one of the letters is was like a known like black panther person who like i'm not sure she killed police officers or so, i don't I can't remember what her backstory was and i think that was like the biggest controversy about that whole thing but yeah you might you, you, you definitely want to be accurate on that 
Yeah, let me see is. what it was. Cause I, I remember there being something controversy about one of the one of the characters that was drawn in one of the letters, but let me see if I can find out what it was. Yeah, there's like a lot of misinformation about the Black Panthers, which I've been privy to in the last mm. year or two. It's a lot of misinformation about like who got killed and who instigated what and like even when I think it was uh was a Fred Hampton when he got killed when they talked about the original police report of um, you know, that the Black Panthers are shooting back, but then they, they went back through and looked through all the pictures and stuff like that, and all the bullets were from the cops. Like, there was literally zero shots that were shot external to the apartment, and it was well, all... Then, well, the dude in his bed, and all the shots were yeah. in his back? Yeah. Um, oh, switching it up just a little bit, did you guys want to cover anything with uh, the Emmy noms? No. The what? The Emmy nominations? The Emmy, the Emmy nominations? The yeah. only thing, I mean, the biggest thing that people are talking about, I mean, let's keep it real. I mean, the whole Falcon and Richard Soldier situation. I heard where you that. you have Don Cheadle, yeah. who's in one episode for maybe two minutes. And he I gets an Emmy movie? nomination. Uh, the Falcon and Richard Soldier. Oh, I'm sorry. The Sam and Bucky show. Wait, wait. So, Sam Cheadle was in it? When was he in it? Don Cheadle, he's in the first episode. I, I honestly what didn't even. I, I read yeah. that story, but I was like, he was in I that. I remember. Yeah, yeah, he's in. Yeah. He's in the first episode. So when Sam donates uh, the Captain America shield to like the Smithsonian or whatever. Oh yeah. Um, the little he, uh, Don Cheadle is there, and he's like, "Are you sure about this?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So they have like a little chat, and then like he disappears, but yet. The two leads in the show, um, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan, they're not nominated. And then most people, myself included, are more enthralled with um, Carl Lumbly, who was Isaiah Bradley in the show. He gave a way more compelling performance than anything. And he's in like three episodes, but he resonated with a lot of people, but he wasn't even nominated. So it was super weird. Um there's, I mean, there's the other stuff about, you know, WandaVision getting, like, 24 nominations, I guess, tying for the most highest. Or, no, 23 versus Mandalorian, which tied for the highest. Mandalorian has 24 nominations. But. Yeah, I'm all on board. I, I think Mandalorian is one of the, like I've said it before, one of the best shows, uh, hands down, I've, I've seen in a very, very long time. But the other thing that kind of was mm. telling to me uh, was... What was it? Lovecraft Country? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, both both Letty and um Jonathan, Jonathan Majors. Uh I call her Letty, but that that was Yeah, that was you're talking about show. Journey Journey Smoothie. Journey, Journey Yeah, Smooth uh, Um <laughs> But anyway, uh Lovecraft Country getting these nominations, uh it was a powerful, awesome show all the way around. Each episode had us on the edge of our seats. And mm. then it, it's still not getting a season two. No. Um, and so you didn't talk about it last week. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We. It is not like not still not. It it is not getting a yeah. season two. So. Well, some of these are very they're very odd. Like the nomination. So I'm looking at outstanding drama series, and the boys is on there. I'm like, that's not a drama series. Mm. What the what what? How's that? A, that's the fucking. Not, it's not a drama series. R rated. Murder. Oh, I guess there is a bit of a drama with the whole Nazi. I mean, yeah, I, it's, it's funny. Milk. It's funny. No. Like, 
you you hold on you you can't call it horror and you definitely can't call it a comedy. No, it's an action. It's an action for me. or a hero. It's definitely it's action for me. I don't understand what I would yeah. call it a drama series. Is there a category for action? Uh, there should be. If there's not, I mean, I don't know all the fucking things, but there definitely I'm should be. I'm pretty sure there is. Like an action series, or just a series in general. Um, you know, comedy series. They have Cobra Kai on there. Cobra Kai wasn't a, wasn't really a comedy series for me. Wait, I really? Mean, there, <laughs> that should be there was, an there's, action category too. There's funny, yeah. There's funny stuff in Cobra Kai, but it is not what I would consider to be a comedy series. I would say Cobra Kai is more drama than it is comedy versus yeah, the boys being more, more the drama. Boys. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, like, they even put the, the Mandalorian in the uh, the drama series. I'm like, that's not really a drama. What? Uh, no. Yeah, if, if, they, if they have a sci-fi category, then I'm all the way there with you. But I don't know, if they don't have a sci-fi category, I don't know what else it would fit in. Well, I mean, it, whether or not they, things fit or not, it's just um, definitely those those are not the categories that they should be in. Maybe they, should, yeah, you're right. What award show was this? The Emmys. Emmy. This is the, the Emmy, Emmy noms, nominations. But it, it's just like, what the fuck? Like, it doesn't really make any sense to me. Uh, let me see. There are what short films directing lead actor. There's a bunch of them, but it's just it's just they either they need to make more categories. There's already a shitload. It seems extraneous, mm-hmm. but they, they definitely aren't dramas. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Sorry, I just did a I did a quick um, a quick stat to see like the Emmy numbers to see how they've been doing over the years, and holy shit, they they've dropped off dramatically. Like well, yeah. holy shit, like yeah. damn, like they're like I mean last year we had COVID, which makes sense, but they. Okay, so in 2019, they had a, uh, it was bad. It was like maybe 6 million views. But the year before that, they were over t- about 11 million views. So 11 to 6, like that's a big fucking drop off. Based off of this site I'm on called Statistica. So I'm not sure how accurate and and legible they sh- they are. Wow, <laughs> this, is, this is hilarious. Yeah, I mean, it, it, here's the should... oh, Award shows in general... I haven't been doing well with the exception of the Golden Egg uh, Hunt Awards. Big, I totally agree. Yeah, well, that and then and then video game <laughs> awards. You know, those have been those have gone through the roof. Yeah. Um, oh. kind of jumping back to the Black Lives Matters and Palo Alto. So one of the artworks of the Black Mirror had a a uh, a drawing of us us. Sata Shakur, which is the godmother of Tupac Shakur, and she was allegedly uh, somebody who murdered well, an yeah. FBI agent, an FBI fugitive, or she's an FBI fugitive, and she uh, flew off, or she fled to, to Cuba. Cuba. Yeah. And that's one of the things that the Palo Alto police officers were complaining about. And she was part of the Black Panther, so that's the whole tie-in for that. She wasn't Wakanda Black Panther, she was Oakland black panther that was trying to fucking help people and getting food to people and make sure that cops weren't interrogating or beating people down when they pulled them over for simple little traffic stops so yeah, yeah. black panthers weren't the bad guys that you think they are they were actually very fucking good samaritans, samaritans. Mo- mostly i will mostly, say yeah. i will say mostly because i'm I, I cannot say that they were you know without 
issue because there were some issues there, but it's not as it's not as much as uh, most Americans think that they had. So they w- definitely weren't out. Their mission was not killing cops. The mission was protecting their community, and there was altercations with cops. And yes, some cops did die, but also so did a whole bunch of Black Panthers. So from the hands of the cops. Well, that and let's be very, very clear on a couple things. Um, the infiltration and destruction was yeah. federally funded. Yeah. Like, full, full stop. Like, all the way up to J. Edgar Hoover, it was extremely important. This is well Nixon. documented. Well, up to, up to Nixon. I mean, he's the... Fun- yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. All the way to the president, all the way to the president of the United States. But um, in terms of, like, the... Uh, organization of the federal government against them, you know, at but, the direction of Nixon. That was FBI saying, fuck everything about this group. And and here's the other thing, too. It did the same thing with, you know, Martin Luther King and civil rights leaders and all of that other stuff in terms of dirty tricks and blackmail and wait, all quick, kinds of awful Quick question. Go ahead. Quick question. Was Black Panther mainly in Oakland? But started. Where it started. It started yeah. in Oakland, and then it had branches all over the country. Okay. Philly, New York, Detroit, all, all over the country. A lot of destination cities. Um, but it did start in Oakland, California. Absolutely. Okay, because I was thinking, like, if it was just a little fucking organization, if you want to call it a gang, for the for the fact that the the president had to get involved, that's some crazy shit. But if it well, if it branched off to more than just that, like, okay, that. Well, you gotta I can be, see why yeah, they would be like scared well, you about gotta it. Be, yeah, you, but you got to be clear though. I mean, like it was <laughs> why I mentioned the whole civil rights movement as well is because any organized black movement was attacked, like by at the federal level, at the presidential level, and you know you can't like sweep that under the fucking rug, you know. So no, it, yeah, like, actually, even rap music. I might, I might do like a. <laughs> A solo video on like comparing the United States response to white supremacy to Germany's response to Nazis because we we honestly if you look at like through history Nazism and white supremacy in America have very similar um, like paths and the way that Germany decided to deal with Nazism and the way that America decided to deal with white supremacists in America, it's, it's very different. And it's the, I think it's one of the main reasons why in America we have like so many issues with, with, uh, with black people and white people. I mean, in, in, can you imagine in Germany right now, any Nazi statue standing? None, right? But some for some reason, in America, when we talk about, you know, these these KKK members and these South, you know, generals, when we talk about, you know, tearing down their statues, there's a certain subset of Americans that are up in arms about it. But it's like they tore apart our country. In Germany, they did the right thing. Like they they taught their kids with shame, properly so, what happened during World War Two. And it's not in some, you know, neutral mindset or covering up the facts. They talked about the fact that these groups killed Jewish people because of what they looked like and who they were because of their religion. And 
it, it's not with some rose-colored glasses. They take it very seriously. In America, they just cover it all up. And we still have statues of people that were all for slavery. We still idolize the presidents that were all for slavery. You know, we still, you know, just totally misunderstand, like, when we talk about the, the founding fathers and, you know, the original uh, Bill of Rights of, you know, all men are created equal. But no, it wasn't all men. It, like, it, it wasn't all men. It wasn't even all people, which most people think about. They translate it today to, like, being all people, but it's not all people. Because it definitely well, was right, no, please. it was definitely zero women. And it definitely was not all men because it was all, it was it was all it was white men yes, but only if you own land. And if you're a black man, like you, you had zero rights. And we talk about like three fifths of a person. Even then, people still misunderstand like what the fuck that means. When you talk about three fifths of a person, it doesn't mean that a black person could go and vote. They couldn't. We still couldn't vote. What three fifths of a person meant was that if you are owned by uh, a, a slave owner. That they could take you, your body, um, as being three-fifths of a person. So if you had, you know, I, I got to do the math in my head. It's going to be terrible. But if you had, like, you know, like 30 black people, I guess it would be, like, you could add in an extra, what, 15 votes maybe? My math is probably is very terrible. So if you're a mathematician, I'm sorry. I've been drinking, and I'm not good at math. math. But what I'm saying, Five though, people? is that the people that, were, that they own counted towards their vote. It wasn't yeah. the individual's vote, the individual slave's vote. It was the, the, the master of them. That was their vote. Oh, 10. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Yeah, 30 to 10 people, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, people just say that we don't teach history correctly in America. It, it, it shows today, like with these people today, they don't understand the way that slavery was done. And then after slavery, the other atrocities that were done past that. And if you uh, bring that up at all, people get fucking viscerally angry about it. I still think the math is why, a little off. Why we have Black History Month? Yeah, I think that I think it's eighteen people. Okay, well, yeah, d definitely fact check. Out of thirty. Either way, yeah, it was not. Either way, that's all. I'm saying is oh, either way. Fifth, I thought it was one third. No, no, no. No matter how you break down the math, no black person was going to a polling station and getting three fifths of a vote. Oh yeah, yeah no. No. If also, they even made it that far, like if no, they'd have been they'd have been lynched. Made it to a voting booth they were either closed on your face or you're attacked on the way to a voting booth well that's what's funny with like donald trump like i was hoping that he would be the fucking um oh god what's the name of that that wooden horse that trojan horse, trojan that horse? trojan horse i thought he i thought he was gonna be the trojan horse for the people for the people i thought he was gonna be like like talking about all this shit like oh we're gonna do this and this and this and that when he gets an offense be like totally fucking flip the script but no that motherfucker he went above and beyond of what the fuck he was talking about i was like holy shit like damn this motherfucker is not he 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 was not the guy i thought it was gonna be like holy shit he but, was yeah just, he was exactly what I thought he was worse he was than I thought it was going to be. Well, hold on, hold on. Prodigy, okay. Prodigy's like fucking... Yeah, Prodigy didn't say something. He was trying to say something for a while. Go ahead. <laughs> it's all good. All right, man. Uh, no problem at all. I was just going to quickly say, um, you know, never forget that Hitler overtly loved Jim Crow and overtly loved the Klan and overtly looked at America. You can see this in his own words um, for models of how to handle... Uh, how how Americans dealt with Native Americans and Black people uh, who he thought were obviously inferior, and who America thought were obviously inferior, and so 
there are very clear ties between uh, Nazi Germany and uh, America in the 1930s and 1940s and whatnot. And we, and and we hired did, Nazis. Yeah, well, yeah, they got a whole bunch of Nazis uh, right after World War II. But the other thing I want to mention that, that always gets left out conveniently, um, Hitler, very, very evil, bad person, terrible, terrible, terrible. However, uh, I'm not discrediting anything that he did in terms of being truly evil, but he got that. He learned Nazism from the fascist Mussolini. And I don't know why in the entire fuck Mussolini is not studied more as the creator of fascism in this country. Like, you can't just stop and start at, at, at Hitler and not understand that he was influenced heavily from Mussolini. Like, he... If almost everything was learned from that, so I just I need to put that out there from for historical context. Well, no, cause I, I think that you know most Americans they don't they don't really understand a lot of complex issues, and it, it's it's designed that way. Like if you look at the way that we're educated in America, like we're educated in like the shittiest way. Like we're, we're it's oppression system that we're based upon to create workers, and it's to create dumbass workers. And anybody that doesn't believe that, like, do your research. Like, you can fact check me. Like, it literally is a Prussian system. And I don't even like what... So when I say I don't like the Pledge of Allegiance, people get mad about it. I'm a, I'm, I'm a fucking Marine. I consider myself a patriot. The Pledge of Allegiance, the Pledge of Allegiance is fucking bullshit. You're, you are literally pledging your life to a belief system that you don't understand. As a child, you don't, you have no yeah. idea what the fuck you're pledging it to. You don't understand the laws. You don't understand the history because you're still getting taught it. So why the fuck are you pledging your allegiance to something you don't understand? You know, you know who does pledge allegiance? Almost every single uh, communist country that's been out there. And so when you talk about communism and how bad it is, and don't get me wrong, like I don't, I don't really have a big problem with communism. I, I, I not anymore. I don't. Um, only because, like, when I start thinking about communism, like, the, the main reason why most communist countries are all fucked up is because they're boycotted. By who? By us. Like, and we're, you know, we're, like, and they're, they're boycotted and, uh, what do they call them? There's a whole bunch of other fucking sanctions. Sanctions yeah. and, um, embargoes. Yeah, and embargo. Like, yeah, look at fucking Cuba. Look at Iran. Look at then Iraq, even though Iraq isn't really doesn't really exist anymore as far as i'm concerned um china even china we have like um agreements with it but it's only for money you know what i mean and we we yeah. heavily fucking um what's the right word i want to use for china we uh we exploit them we exploit yeah, chinese labor like heavily yes. and that's the main reason why we don't embargo them is because we exploit their labor to keep our prices cheaper. But if you look at like these, some of these other countries that are, you know, communist countries, and even even China is not a, really a communist country, because they have millionaires. They have more millionaires than we have in America. So, when you talk about like when it comes to communism, like really take a look at like what that really means and why communism in these other countries really failed. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't I don't believe in like communist things like I, I i think there's a there's a third option between like communism and and um and capitalism but for sure capitalism doesn't really work it doesn't work for the vast majority of americans communism doesn't work for the vast majority of people and what what what, what would royalty be like like with like 
Queen of England is like that. Was that oh, monarchy? monarchy? Well, that's monarchy. Yeah, that's that's a, what it is. Yeah. Yeah, but monarchy, that, that, yeah. that's not that like, shit doesn't work either. <laughs> well, no, that, but they're not even really a monarchy at this point because yeah, they, well, no, I'm just talking about history more. wise. History wise, mm -hmm. monarchies. I mean, they don't work. They're not even around anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. Well, there's some. They, yeah, there are around. Several monarchies there, on the there planet. Are several monarch, there are several monarchies technically on the planet. Now there is are. It some, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Plenty, yeah. Plenty of, and but there are uh, republics or democratic republics or whatever. I don't want to get down into the weeds with that, but uh, that operate and have a kind of a shell. Is the way I'm going to call it a shell monarchy that doesn't have a whole lot of actual political power per se, but um, you know it, it is what it is. You know what I mean? There, there's a lot of different forms of government, but at the end of the day, I, I want people to be free and you know, and be able to live their lives as they see fit, as they see fit. But, but authoritarianism that... and you know, and fascist bullshit. Nah, I'm, well, I'm not with it. That's the problem though. Is like you know, yeah. even though what you just said, you know, you want people to be free and blah blah blah. And I get that. But when two people talk about that with America, and I'm just like, but we're not really fucking free. Like we're not free. Like if you look at, we have what twenty percent of the world's population. I think it's probably less than that. No, like four percent. It's four percent. Yeah, but we have. I, that's what I have. I have messed. I have a fuck. Uh, split around but, we have like 20% of the the world's um, prisoners we ha we have over 2 million people in the prison system in America how the fuck that's vastly more than almost any single nation in the world how the fuck are we free like seriously you're free if you decide to follow by a certain amount of rules or you're wherever you live isn't police as heavily as say um, an inner, inner city then you're lucky but for a lot of people in America like they're fucked like you're, you're born into a place that's heavily policed where you can get thrown in jail for uh, a minor crime for whatever reason and unless it's caught on video then nobody gives a shit let me just give you a quick reminder George Floyd when he got murdered the official police statement from that PD was that he had a medical complication while he was taken in what, why is, as it was arrested that was the official statement for weeks went by and then we saw the video and then we saw that that was not the case if there was no video George Floyd's death would have just been another fucking tick on the fucking laundry list of fucking atrocities that police departments around the United States have committed with no um, consequences at all and I'm not saying and that lightly that's literally a fucking fact and to add to that the reason why the cops were there is because he allegedly had a twenty a fake twenty dollar bill, which is not worth a human fucking life, by the way. No, a fake twenty dollar. Even the even like, even the store owner who called the cops for the fake twenty dollar bill regrets it. Like he's like, like wow, I I did not know this shit was gonna fuck go down. Like, yeah, but also the the person that... because he thought it was someone who came to his shop within the last three days with the fake money, and it wasn't even him. He said it just looked like it. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the deal is this, though. Um, All you black people don't look like. <laughs> there's that. And then, and then the, the, the other deal is this. I don't actually carry that little pin around with me whenever I get have cash in my wallet. I, you know, I'm not yeah. really uh, trying to validate whether something is uh, counterfeit or not. So, you know, you could unknowingly use fake money as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
it's very easy to <laughs> you know what i mean well but this this is what the uh the people the folks on the other side will say is that oh well he had a history of you know whatever he went to jail before but listen drugs the the police officers that were arresting him didn't know that they just saw that he was a black dude and they decided to brutalize him and murder him so and if somebody has a problem with what i just said uh the officer was convicted of murder so and if, if it wasn't already apparent enough when you watch the video first of all you're fucking stupid you don't live in reality you don't live in reality and second of all this is like one of the few times not one of the few times this is one of the times where justice was served correctly and i'm sure that they're going to try and like do all kinds of appeals and shit like that they might get off on some weird fucking uh they bill cosby, that bill cosby i was gonna say that some weird bill cosby thing i already know that a bunch of people are you know giving a bunch of gofundme accounts to Derek Chauvin, even though it was a piece of shit that murdered somebody that was handcuffed, couldn't defend himself, that needed the help of fucking two other people to mur help murder him. Yeah, fuck that guy. So, yeah, I don't, I don't have any... Uh, let's go to something fucking nicer. I'm sorry. Yeah, let's go. So let's, uh, let's change so, the subject. So, speaking of with... Going back to monarchies, you know that Japan still has an emperor? Yes, I do, but let's go on to something yeah, nicer, please. Yeah, they do. Something... Fucking bring my, my spirits back up. I'm gonna grab a drink, but... All right. Talk about something nicer. Back... Back, back, okay, I'm gonna still, I'm gonna still the wheel and take this motherfucker. Yeah, back onto steer the track. it in a fucking happy direction, please, man. <laughs> Alright, so back to movie reveal. So, um, Amazon had a show that came out, was it last week? I think it was last yeah, week. The, the future weeks. thing? Yeah, I for watch the it. Tomorrow War. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, do you guys, did anybody else watch this show? Not yet. Oh, I have show. not. I, 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 I want to watch I was it. gonna watch it today. I didn't get a chance to. Oh, damn. Okay, I'll make it short real quick. So, Tomorrow Show has uh, Quill from... Tomorrow uh, Show? <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow Show. What was it called? Uh, what the fuck is the name of the movie? No, it's called Tomorrow Movie. It's called The no. Tomorrow War. But the actor name... What the fuck is the actor's name? I can't think it's uh, fucking Quill. Chris, Chris, Chris Pratt? God damn, yeah, man. Come on. <laughs> Chris Pratt. He's in it. And basically, uh, the, the premise is that aliens evade the, the world 30 years in the future. And somehow they they invented time travel where they can come back and hi, and um, have people come back to the future to fight the war. But uh, I, you guys haven't seen it, so I don't I don't want to spoil it too much. But I, I just I just want to say this this shit was the one the one gripe I had of the entire fucking movie. The one so they there, there's wormholes involved. There's fucking aliens come to Earth taking over and stuff like that. The one caveat that that stood out for me that didn't seem realistic was that the fact that Americans were watching fucking soccer, and it wasn't just Americans <laughs> watching soccer. They had a fucking party. It was a goddamn party of people. Was it World Cup? <laughs> watching. It was. It wasn't even a World Cup. Oh, okay. We, I, we, I don't even. We I, I don't even know World Cup. Cup. It's probably the, wait, no, the Gold Cup. No wait. There's a Gold no, no, Cup. So, no. 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 Wait. Wait. Even even if it was a World Cup, they weren't watching America play. They were oh. just watching two fucking countries play fucking soccer, and like literally, people weren't even paying attention to this whole soccer game until like it came to this one moment where that's when the aliens fucking pop in. But like that was the one disbelief. Like the whole time traveling wormholes. Okay, scientifically that might be possible, but blah blah blah. But like I don't know. That just took me away from it. But like other overall, the movie I thought it was pretty good. It wasn't. So some people down. They downplayed the movie said it was pretty bad like they gave it like a really low ratings and like it's not bad like as in skyline bad like that movie rope doped you like that was the definition of rope dope for skyline but 
this the movie was pretty good it was a pretty action-packed chris pat did a really good job and like the whole they did the whole like back to the future thing where like you know something happened in the past or have a pact in the future but like i like how they kind of played on the they kind of played on like the whole um multiverse thingy so like you know if you do something if, if you learn something in the future and you do something in the past you'll change the past but the future will still fucking happen like there'll be no change basically but like um i it, there was, it was i just thought it was pretty good for for an amazon movie to not be in theaters it, I, I felt like if it was released in theaters it would have done well it probably would have been maybe a, a cool maybe 100 million 200 million but as far as Amazon goes, I, I don't know. I just thought it, I thought it was pretty fun. It was a pretty funny movie. It it kind of lined up with what Chris Pat does. He kind of he's kind of in that realm of one trick pony for acting. But I don't, I just I just overall I just thought it was pretty good. Okay. I, I want to say what do you guys think on it? But I, I recommend it. I recommend people watch it if you have an Amazon Prime account. It's free, so check it out. Have a good time. Pop some popcorn. I, like, there's only drink. one. It's, it's... There's only one reason why I'd watch this, and that's for Miranda Lawson, aka mm. Yvonne Strakowski. Nice. All right, let's Wait, where's she off. from? Mass Effect. She's in Mass Effect, oh. but she. She's breaking up. She was yeah, also in. Uh, what was that? The one where the the guy was a spy that got all the fucking memories. It was Chuck. Kransky, that Chuck? Right? Chuck. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but, she, but she was way thicker in uh, Mass Effect. I'm just saying. She was great in Mass Effect. All right, you want to wrap it on up, old ninja? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, let's 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 wrap this on up. Kind of late, and I got to get some stuff going on. Uh, so Prodigy, what you uh, what you doing this weekend? Fapping off to Christ or baiting since you uh, dropping those Scarjo tears. <laughs> what you doing? Um, I'm shit. I'm gonna actually be briefly uh, back up north trying to move my family, so it's gonna be a really busy ass weekend. Um, yeah, I'll be driving, flying, and then driving back down to San Diego. So that is literally all I got. Damn. Did you? Online, you got it covered. What's going on with that? Wait, one more, one more time. I you back? You broke up. Oh, are you going to? The FBI is tapping your line. I know, right? Uh, are people helping you out? Do you need help, or what's going on with this? I feel, I feel like I got it. I feel like I got it. Um, it should be all almost said and done. It's just putting some boxes in a, in a van, so I should got it. All right, uh, Blue, what you jerking off to, fapping to, checking out? It's really hard to say what I'm going to say next after you said flapping to and jerking off to. So it's kind of weird. But uh, <laughs> now I was just gonna say. So uh, my son, uh, actually, I'm gonna refer to him as <laughs> I'm, I'm refer to him as Sebi Blue. Yeah, little Sebi Blue. Um, he um, he had a quick little milestone today. Like we were uh, the sweetness were playing with him, and he fucking like so with little babies, you can play with them, and it'll smile and this stuff like that, stuff like blah blah blah. But once they start to like physically audioly giggle that's that shit's fucking huge so the sweetest was playing with him earlier and he fucking giggled and that shit was like a game changer like game busters and i think officially today he's 16 weeks 
So he's like, it's it's just weird to see this little kid grow, and like his his expressions are really changing. Like earlier, so we got this uh, bottle for him that's kind of shaped like yeah, it's kind of shaped like a breast. And the sweetness was tired, and she, or she had a she had an appointment she had to take care of. And I was like, let me just test out this bottle. And like little Sebi was drinking from it, and he like looked up at me, and he saw that it was me instead of mommy. And this little kid started fucking bawling. He started, he was crying uncontrollably. I was like, okay, dude, like he's just calm down. It's daddy. So I had like, he had to like look away from me while I gave him this bottle. But, um, you know, just, just seeing him keep continue to grow is just, it's, it's, it's so fucking mind blowing how this kid fucking grows. But like, um, outside of that, uh, this weekend we're doing kind of a play date with his cousin. Um, he has well, we the sweetness has family members coming up. Her cousins are coming up from San Diego's um, this this weekend. So um, we have like a quick little play date photo shoot that they're doing. Like him, uh, Se- Se- uh, Sebi, uh, his cousin, and his actual first cousin. They're going to do a quick little photo shoot this weekend. Um, other than that, just oh man, I feel like I haven't turned my PS5 on in like a while. Like it's literally sitting there on the wall, just fucking like collecting dust. <laughs> like it's, I haven't had, a, I haven't had a game I can just throw in there and be fucking excited about. I mean, I, I know there's Village that's out there, and I have the PS7. I mean, I was playing. Uh, you have a Detroit. PS7. You went to the, you went to the yeah, future. I went to, to save it. No, no, but like, um, like I have. I I need to get back into playing uh, Detroit because Detroit had a pretty good fucking storyline going to play to play it on there. But Just play Ratchet and yeah, Clank. like I, Ratchet and Clank Rift, uh, Rift Apart. It's really good. Yeah, 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 yeah man. It's it's something hard. Well, it's it's hard to play when you have a kid. Like any downtime you have is downtime you got to do something else. Like you got to be like cleaning or. Take, I got we got dogs. I got to take the dogs out for a walk or doing some kind of whole maintenance type thing. It's it's I'm, I'm, I'm sad with the PS5. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure there's times that I can play it, but like, yeah, it's, there's there's a lot of stuff I sh- I can't be doing. But anyway, <laughs> that's it for me. Other than being all black right. and continue to live, that's all I can I can do to again. Damn. All right, Cronish, what you got? Uh, it was good. It was good to hang out with uh, Prodigy's family while he wasn't there. It was kind of weird. <laughs> I got to see his house Wait, for the first time. Go ahead. Sorry, oh. just kind of jump back in. I didn't talk about this last week, but Cronus uh, also came over to my house to meet myself for the first time recently. Yes, I did. I didn't talk about that very much. I got to hold him for like thirty seconds, maybe, and he was like, "You're not blue." I'm like, "All right, <laughs> you're right, not." So he's, yeah. he's, you're not my dad. No, but it was. But it was no, like him and Riley came over. And it was like it was the first time Cronus uh, came over to my house with me being here because he's been in my house like probably like three or four times without me being here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a creeper. And I I, <laughs> I had to give him a, I actually gave him a tour so he got to see the entire house. But yeah, just just one thing I was throwing there. Yeah, no, it was good to to see all of you. You know, you, um, your baby and Nancy. Actually, I haven't seen Nancy in a, a oh shit, I said her name. <laughs> my bad. Uh, uh. The sweetness. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen her in a long time, and I haven't seen. Yeah, no, nobody's seen her pregnant either. No, yeah, never, never saw her pregnant. So that was super weird. Not seen her pregnant. So I'm, I'm gonna. So I did a photo shoot. We did like a weekly photo shoot of her, 
of her being pregnant and i'm working on that i'm gonna post it up soon but it's 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 interesting well like, I mean, so we did like a weekly post but if you go like from her 30 week to like when she started it's like okay like wow it's super noticeable <laughs> yeah I'm, well you know i saw some of the photos that you took but i just never saw her like in person that's all um but yeah that, that, it was cool to, to see your place and uh and meet your whole family like see the other family like it was it was really cool um but yeah i got to see uh prodigy's family um almost brought me to tears because his his son was super sad about leaving like uh, one of his friends and i was just like man like i remember like thinking about like not potentially not seeing somebody else again and yeah it hits you kind of hard and when you're a kid it like it hits you super hard and so yeah it was that, that was kind of crazy um but they'll see each other again you know they definitely will like we're we've got all of our families have close bonds and we'll, we'll definitely all see each other again uh other than that uh damn i was still thinking about it, it hits me kind of hard so i'm gonna leave it there right. <laughs> so that's all that's all i got all right uh as for me um i didn't get a chance to bring this up with prodigy but uh i'm trying to watch this resident evil infinite darkness which dropped on netflix last week um i know someone that's already finished it go ahead Prodigy. no i'm just nodding in agreement i need to uh, it looks like you wanted to say something <laughs> you know i love you know i love fucking resident evil nowadays um so i'm i'm definitely down for it i probably won't get a chance to see it over the weekend but i'm, I'm with you i want to see it yeah i'm probably gonna watch because i don't know how long the episodes are if they're half an hour i'm probably gonna watch two of them tonight they're about an hour or 40 45 minutes whatever i'll probably just watch one um yeah i'm probably gonna be chilling i'll be heading out to sacramento for a few days probably early in the week or whatnot but um, oh, fuck. oh uh we didn't talk about this but i've been watching this uh netflix trilogy which has been dropping per week it's called fear street uh it started yeah, in 1994 yeah, yeah 1994 then there was 1978 and 66 which will drop on friday so I'm going to try to squeeze that in sometime this week and uh, probably give a review on the cast next week because I think there, there's something interesting about you know the film, but it's also production-wise, it's been pretty interesting. So uh probably go through that. But yeah, I'm probably just going to be so, out of town for a little bit and then uh, some Resident Evil and then gaming on some Mass Effect because I'm on my second playthrough. Oh, and I'm playing Ghost Recon for some reason. Playing Ghost Recon Breakpoint because I never finished the game. So I decided to go back and beat it, and it's way different than when it, it first dropped because now there's like episodes. So, but yeah, so, that's it for me. So I stepped away real quick. Uh, Prodigy, are you be watching the release of um, B Star season two? Oh, that's right. Is that out already? That's that out drops this week tomorrow. Oh, it comes so, out oh, yeah. tomorrow at I midnight. Gotta... I gotta see that whole little bunny get fucked again. Oh, uh, here we go. That whole bunny was trying to suck and fuck mammals, reptiles, birds. Did you Everybody. Read, did you read that comic that I recommended to you about the? You know what? Unnatural. I, I, oh, was that I, the one about? I think the, I read the first one. The rabbit the chick or whatever. Yeah. She's a pig, but yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. I've seen. Yeah. yeah, that shit was crazy. Yeah, definitely I've read, seen, read the whole series. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Oh wow! I didn't know. I, I, 
Beastar is a Japanese manga. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't know that? I did not know that. I thought okay. I was just Netflix animation. <laughs> All right. Fur- furry approved. All right. All right. Take us out. Yes. Yeah, you just experienced Black and Black Times Infinity. We are Infinity. On the internet, check us out anywhere and everywhere with B then BTI. That's B T H A N B T I. Anywhere and everywhere you can listen to podcasts. Uh, you can check us out on Amazon because we have a uh, we have an app on there. Let you know when we go live and you can watch podcasts on there. Um, you can check out our official website binheadproduction.com forward slash B then BTI. Uh, we're also on Twitch and some of the other social medias like Instagram and Facebook. Uh, check us out every Wednesday night, 830 Pacific time, live on YouTube. Jump in the chat. Come and talk to Black people time. And then you can email us at bsandbti at gmail.com because we have a Discord. Email us. Let us know you want to join the Discord. Be a part of the further discussion. Peace, Get many questions remain unanswered. I'm black and I'm proud. <laughs>